Podcast that's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. There we go. Flawless. All right. That was a great week, everybody. I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Practiced yeah. all week on yeah. that. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than that right there. Nope. Yeah. Cut. <laughs> save that. We're going to edit that. That's going to be the open from now on. Then we'll come in. Hello. <laughs> Oh, uh, how's everybody doing? How was your week? Good, good, yeah, good. good. Yeah, Aside good, good, good. from home theater stuff. Yeah, no, no good. good. Yeah. Um, you now, just so you know, guys, and in the interests of of transparency, so everybody in the chat knows, everyone in the chat and on this show are now guinea pigs, because I am doing a test. Oh, um, the, the new laptop's only got three outs on it, and and I've got one is for the HDMI. One for oh. the microphone and one for the webcam, right? So I can't, ch- so I can't plug it in. So at the moment, we are on. <laughs> Let's see, eighty-six percent, and we've got three hours and twenty-three minutes. All right, All right. okay. So, Let's see how Let's it see goes. How go. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I just cut out. It's if we've me, gone that far, something's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> exactly. I'm not eating. Uh, that means I'm not eating dinner. So <laughs> <laughs> it'll just be silence. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So in three hours and twenty three minutes, I'm canceling myself. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the way to do it nowadays, right? Well, it's, it, it, yeah, sensibly. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm out. <laughs> I'm <just> done. <laughs> I, I've I found myself to be too offensive. <laughs> it's like, uh, yes. I'm, I'm sick of myself. I, yeah, well, I am. To be fair, like, I gotta live with this twenty four seven. Yeah, I know. Uh, anybody that has a problem with me, imagine me. So, um, <laughs> but hey, for all the people that don't have a problem with us, uh, Mike, Joe, Steve. Uh, let's see who else we got in the chat here. Paul. We've got another. We got Paul. We've got. Joe, another Joe, Abrugai, uh, Scruffy, Michael O, Jordan, uh, Paul, let's see who all, we got, uh, Carl's in there, Bill, uh, so hey, thanks for everybody, uh, if I missed anybody, uh, we'll get to you, but, yeah, Paul, uh, just, uh, Paul, Paul says in the chat just as well, I've never done a takeover Tuesday on battery power, yeah. do you remember the second takeover Tuesday that we did where my laptop did go flat, and I had to swap it. onto the iPad halfway mm-hmm. through, remember? Yeah, didn't I? I edited change. that out, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, 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 you did. Yeah, I edited yeah. that out. Yeah, but hopefully and, that's not going to happen tonight. Hopefully, yeah, I was <laughs> um, with uh, which is next week's show, but a couple of episode, a couple of times ago when Tom Andre was on, we talked. But we did like it was the probably the first three hour episode we'd have this of Brightside Home Theater. And then we talked for like an hour afterwards and right in the middle of it, it just went poop and his laptop just flat out died. <laughs> just like, but I'm like, you were on a charge. He texted me. I'm so sorry. I'm like, but I'm like, you were on a charge that whole time. <laughs> just sitting there. But um, yeah, his laptop just flat out died. Either that, it, I mean, it was late at night and he was just like, ah, screw this. And he just hung up. Oh, laptop yeah. died. <laughs> yeah. 
to a He's on a tower plugged into a wall. <laughs> well, there, there's, that, laptop died. there's that meme or something that's going around Facebook that says every time you answer the phone, start the conversation by saying my phone is about to die. And yeah. then that way you can just hang up whenever you want. <laughs> well, that's Ooh, I'm taking notes. That's yeah. no, that's, John knows this because he knows me. And like all of my close friends know this. Like when I call, the the most common thing I get, or somebody calls me, yeah, 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 I'm 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 almost where I gotta be. I, I got like five more minutes because they know they'll get me going, and I'm like, I, I just want to talk. I work alone all day long, and I I love to talk anyways. I'm like, somebody calls me, I'm like, hey, huh? that's why I said it. Nah, today's Takeover Tuesday. Um, Todd Anderson of AV Nirvana, he butt dialed me on Sunday. And I was all excited. And it turned into like four hours. No, no, no. No, he didn't answer. It was like, what were you discussing? I just grabbed it. I was so excited to talk home theater. I'm like, I'm like, Todd called. I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. I had to run outside. My wife's like, what the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) So I just sat there and listened and I could hear him talking in the background like you can, right? So I hung up. I screen grabbed it, sent them a text. I go, Hey, dum dum, you, you just butt dialed me. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I, I don't know how I did that. I'm like, well, you but I go, and you're teasing me. I was all excited. It's <laughs> so, the wrong kind of booty call, isn't it, really? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then uh, Joe and I were watching, uh, I think, Ahsoka, the second episode, and I'm done. And now I have I have a two-minute voicemail from Todd. <laughs> he dialed me again. <laughs> but I didn't answer that. I didn't know he had called. But, yeah. I'm all excited and everybody knows that. You call me and it's like, you better have a deadline. My dad's famous for it. He always, every Wednesday he'd call me on his way to his next job, which is an hour away from where the place is. And he'd always call me five minutes before he got there because he just doesn't want to listen to me talk. (laughs) It's not me. It's I just tell him about everything that I like and it's nothing he likes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, feel how sorry, feel sorry for my poor dad. When we moved out to Spain, we drove from uh, the Midlands here down to the south coast of Spain, which is a basically a 24 hour drive. If you do it straight, not including 24 hours on the ferry to go around the Bay of Biscay and go around France. And I was I was 14, too young to know better, and I bored him to death with some sort of new gaming system that was coming out. And I basically talked to him for 24 hours about this thing um, and bored the living you-know-what out of him. And to this day, he's not forgotten it. <laughs> and that was in 1989. Yeah. Well, I, I've told that story, my dad, every time he picked me up from the movies. It's like if my girlfriend lived on the other side of town, he was like – Crap. As soon as she gets out of the car, he's just going to talk to me all the way home. <laughs> and he told that story at Meg's wedding to to Greg's father. <laughs> oh, yeah, this one. Yeah, because Greg's father was the exact opposite. We're sitting around the next morning and Greg's father's like, isn't it just great when you have those moments when you're alone with them and you can just have a nice conversation with your kids? My dad was sitting on like in the lobby area of where we were staying over. My dad's just sitting back and he looks at me and goes just like this. He's like, not with this one. No comment. <laughs> no, no. He made the comment. He goes, not with this one. He never shuts up. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, oh, Michael O has a great question. How do I listen to Take Over Tuesday? What platform? Uh, Take Over Tuesdays, our audio-only podcast. So any podcast 
providers, Streamer, Apple, Spotify, uh, Google, um, what else are we on? We're on, like, you name it, we're probably on it. If we're not on it, let me know and I'll get us on it. Um, FBI's most wanted. Yeah. Uh, yep. Well, yeah, yeah because I am there. taking pictures before the movies. So I am on that list too, you know? <laughs> so, I saw those tweets. I know. And it's like, <laughs> people, still pictures are fine. It's just advertising. <laughs> Um, well, if you think about it, the movies are only 24 still pictures a second anyway. Exactly. So I'm just putting them all together. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, uh, the takeover Tuesdays, uh, today's happened to be just me talking about all the questions and comments that we had from August. That is the new platform now, the new, uh, tweak, if you will, to the podcast because we're having so much fun doing our experiences. That we're just, that's what this is. It's all experiences all the time. Home theater experiences. So. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Better clarify. I saw John lighting up. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, let me tell you about last night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. It all started with a foot of rope, some yeah. maraschino cherries, <laughs> and a garden hose. You said you weren't going to tell that story. I know. I know. I, I know. I You're Go hitting again. at it. We did get, I got that comment about. PG thirteen or something like that. Oh yeah, that's, sorry. Yeah, we gotta take it easy. No, I I don't mind it because you know what? Most people don't under the if you're if it goes over your head. Put it that Nobody way. thirteen and under cares about this show. Oh, I know. No, no, but people drive in the car with it all and they laugh. I so and I, and I and I appreciate that because I've gotten I've received a lot of comments from people about their kids are like. Is that the is that the home theater guy? And be like, oh, that's cool because they listen in the car. So we gotta be. That's why I try not to. But next week's podcast with with Tom is from AV AV Red. He he lets some go, and then we we open up a little bit. So that one there, I put a, I'm gonna put a warning in front of it. But we we had a lot of fun. We recorded that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so there is some F-bombs in there and stuff like that. And I was just like, whoa, Tom, look at you go. Uh, he goes, yeah, people got to realize that I swear. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So, all right. A um, little bit of news. A little bit of news today. And uh, I was really excited. I found out about this last night. And I was mm. really excited about it. And uh first thing that popped into my head when I saw this and I read it, I thought it was spectacular. I had to make a sounder for it and everything. But uh let me show you guys on the screen here. He's like, so uh Kaleidoscape, they they upgraded their tech and added SSD drives as an option. So you can get this new tech. It's called Terra Prime. Honestly, between me and you. I don't think I can ever get the benefit of any of this because it's like 2.8 gigabytes. 2.5 gig, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah per yeah. second. Mm-hmm. You, that's the for your internet. And you can get a 4K movie in about four minutes. And like right now, I'm lucky I'm getting one gig to the house. So the odds of me getting any benefit out of this are slim and none. But I gotta have it because you know why? <laughs> it's coming black. Oh, <laughs> they made them in black. So I'm like, these, I, when I first got my Kaleidoscape, the first word I thought of is moving around the screen and everything. I'm like, this thing is slick. First thing I thought when I saw that, I'm like, that looks so slick. I mean, it just comes in that black metal. I was like, all right, I, I've spent 
dumb money on worse things. I gotta have that color. <laughs> I'm like, black. It looks awesome. And then when you put it in the rack, all of that goes behind what you can see anyways. But I don't care. I want it so bad. It's in another it's room a, behind a closet I, door. Closet. You can't see it, but it's black. Oh my God. I gotta have it. They did a, they, they sent a tweet out earlier talking mm. about them. And I think they're saying that you can choose between either solid state drive or 2.5 gig on the normal. I think it's a choice between the two, isn't it? I think that's what they put out on Twitter. I may have misread it. I was looking can at you, it. Um, so that you can choose between SSD and then the speed of the, of, of the thing coming over or the faster download speed. There's the prime like in black. Yeah. 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 There was, there was, there was something like that. So there's a choice. You, you've got two. Um, you can choose SSD and then have it one thing faster, or you can have it, um, the other one and then, then you can have it download it quicker or something like that. It, but, um, but yeah, it does look cool. It does look cool. Yeah. That's the original, that's the regular <laughs> gen. That's the 88, 48, 22 and eight terabyte. And this is the 31 for now, 31 and eight terabyte, uh, solid state, Terra Prime solid state. Oh. And you can see the difference between the two. It's not really showing up well on the screen here, but I'm like where I'm looking at it on my screen, it looks really nice, the black. But I mean, you can see it just disappears into the black background. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I gotta, I'm like, that looks so cool. It look, it does. And it's like, I, in 31 terabytes, uh, I was like, I'm getting close to needing the 48. So I might have to take a hit. It probably costs the same as the 48 too. And I'm going to lose some storage space, but it's black. <laughs> coming black. I was like, that's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, when you saw it, when I saw it, I'm like, this is really cool, but what what could Kaleidoscape do to improve their product? Hmm. Make it in black. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's too bad I only paint cars for a living. Yeah. <laughs> Spray Save paint some my money. Kaleidoscape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was pretty psyched about that. So, um, but yeah, enough about that because poor Paul's probably already drunk. <sighs> <laughs> That's an oldie. Uh, actually, um, yeah. Joe Joe Herzl was a was a, was ahead of you there. Wait, <laughs> in the what? Chat. Well, what yeah. does DJ do? <laughs> yeah, I paint stuff, but I, I see that I paint stuff, but I can't I can't do that. I couldn't do that to. to no, a I think product. he's asking because. You can afford to buy. <laughs> no, oh, I, no, I thought he was oh, saying no, no, you no. could paint it yourself. Oh, oh I don't I know. Maybe, what he's saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe I misread that. Paul hasn't started yet. <laughs> he's like, haven't started yet, Deej. Well, you better get going because it's going to be a long one. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, what do we want to get to? Uh, well, we got to get. What are we all? I was uh, easy for me to say. Yeah. All right. Are we ready? <laughs> I got to take a break and stop talking. Let me play this open. All right. That was a good little break there for my throat. Uh, What do we want to do first? Do we want to open with the one all three of us have seen? Uh, yeah, to you, you are the, the, the yeah. dealer as always. Dave. Just, not yeah, that kind just of dealer. Follow, whatever pops yeah, up on choice. the screen, uh, we yep. talk about. Spin so. the wheel, spin the wheel. <laughs> All right. Uh, why didn't I we'll get, go we'll there. get the feeling there's, there's a twister game in here somewhere. I'll just hold up a ball yeah. and we'll spin it. One, the first one will be the person. The second one will be one, two or three. And then <laughs> yeah, left, left foot blue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're gonna actually let's open with 
John's first. Boom, 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 boom. There we go. Mm. There we go. What are we talking Ahsoka. about? Ahsoka. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. Let me try um, this too. Joseph's oh. in a playful mood. Yeah, the core of Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, we can only go back to that well so many times. Let's take yeah, a week I mean, off. Three weeks right. in a row is enough, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk Ahsoka. I can't wait. I, I Obviously, we've we've seen all two episodes. All two. All two. Yeah. Uh, I had to actually... One tonight. Is it? No, I think it's on Wednesdays. They drop well, Wednesdays, no. but for some no. reason last week they bumped it early. I don't know no, why. I think they're every week. It's like eight p.m. Uh, on 9 Tuesday, p.m. PM Pacific. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's oh, uh, wow. it'll be here at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but I won't be getting up for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, John and I speculated on that a long time ago when we were on chat, and uh, it would the streaming services eventually come around to scheduled programming. And they'd pick a day mm. of the week and you'd be like, okay, Ahsoka falls on Tuesdays and then something else will fall on Thursday. And then you, next thing you know, everything's back to days of the week and right back yeah. to like regular programming used to be. It looks like yeah. they're trying to do that. Well, they, I mean, they essentially moved it up eight hours, right? Because it was yeah. Wednesday morning at midnight PST. I mean, mm. it did have a set day and time. It just happened to be in yeah. the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Although it was like 7 a.m. for Steve, so perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it used to be. It used to be sort of midnight when when Disney Plus kind of started. They were. It was kind of midnight. You know, it seemed to be whatever whatever part of the world it struck midnight, it was, it was available. And right. then it went to eight. We had it then at 8 a.m. our time. Then it then it became that with their their day of the week shows. Yeah. So yeah, but this one's a weird one. This one is yeah. I think it's 6 p.m. Pacific. So we're eight hours ahead. So we're, you know, obviously we're, we're always broadcasting from the future. Right. So it's sort of, you know, so we're kind of early hours of the morning, but then I forget when I wake up. It's not until about midday I remember. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just, just to beware guys, I know we're very good at avoiding this anyway, but, um, there's a number of people, yeah. um, all saying he had no spoilers. Uh, Abel guy hasn't seen it. Brockstar's waiting as well. So, um, so we better yeah. not tell them about Patrick Stewart. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Correct. All right. Okay. Correct. Oh God. Oh, I'm sorry. He guys. is oh. going to come up again later in the show, but yeah, um, so I hear. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, okay. I actually I, I wasn't able to watch it until almost the weekend. By the time because Joe and I watched these together, and by the time we were able to sit down together, um, it was I think it was I think Saturday morning and Sunday morning we did the two episodes, and it was pretty good. I didn't find any spoilers online. I'm not a mm. I'm not online a ton, anyways. But, uh, I didn't, I, nothing got spoiled for me. Um, there's not really a lot to spoil. There's a lot of world building mm. going on. Yeah. So, I mean, did I you had, guys find that? Well, I didn't watch it till Wednesday evening. I had to dance around, um, Twitter a little bit Wednesday during the day to stay away from it. Um, although, yeah, after having seen it, I don't know what, I mean, there was nothing super spoilery, right. um, in the first two nothing, episodes. Nothing I that will wasn't say in the trailers. That, um, yeah. Like, I feel like this is like the first Star Wars where if you didn't do your homework, you're at a bit of a disadvantage. Yeah. Um, this is very yeah. much, um, dependent on you having some knowledge of Clone Wars somewhat, but more specifically Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. And if you don't know Rebels mm-hmm. and, um, who these characters are, you're a bit behind because 
I've, you know, I think we've all, well, I know DJ and I have seen it all. I don't know, Steve, if you have. Um, I've, I've seen about probably 90% of Clone okay. Wars. Um, I've seen one episode of Rebels. Okay. And, and I kind of didn't really go back, but I know from Ooh. the cultural zeitgeist mm. who yeah. Ezra is and who, you know, so I, I've got some, I've got a, a, a layman's knowledge of who he mm. is. Lid- but, Lydia but was a bit lost. Um, mm through most of it um now there are some pretty good youtube catch up 20 minute or so uh, videos out there like after we watched the first two um i lydia and i watched one of them so she could get some more context and it does a pretty does a pretty good job of uh giving you the basics but yeah you got to have the nuts and bolts for this Mm -hmm. um so for those that haven't seen it or are waiting um i mean I don't suggest you binge all of Clone Wars and Rebels <laughs> because it's a lot of content. <laughs> but um, there are some good catch-up videos on YouTube um, that will spoil those shows for you if you ever do intend to go watch them. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but it does kind of give – if you're watching this, you're spoiling those shows anyways because um, right. you're going to yeah. have some knowledge. Uh, yeah. But all that being said, like I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, like I said, no spoilers here. It, you know, it is a bit slow. Uh, part of that is world building. Um, but like for me, it was like stepping into the, the next season <laughs> of Rebels <laughs> with a bunch of characters that I have yeah. a lot of fondness for. So, um, and I thought the presentation on Disney Plus was was really good. Um, I thought, you know, again, I had you know the uh, the Dolby Vision, and you know, I thought the Atmos was was really good. So I was happy with it. I've seen some grumblings online, but oh. when when do you not? I have guess you? I, have. I have. I have. I it's mostly anything, really. It's mostly from the neckbeard incels that are still living at home in their mom's basement that can't. They can't. Um, I gotta Google what that is. But they can't uh, put their minds around <laughs> like a, a female led <laughs> program oh of any kind. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that. but there I are know. a lot of there is a lot of that online. Um, you know, unfortunately, I do you know, spend some time in the different forums and I've seen (laughs) a bit of it. So I don't know why I still do that, but I, for some reason I continue to do it. (laughs) So I, I, um, now I, I watched the first episode, well, about three quarters of the first episode in my front room because there were other people that wanted to see it and it was just convenient to put it on. Um, And two of the three people that I was watching it with tuned out in about 15 minutes and properly tuned out. To, and these are people that have never seen, well, sorry, they've seen most of Clone Wars, but not Rebels and knew nothing right. about Rebels. And they just couldn't get beyond it. And so, you know, by about, I don't know, three quarters of the way through, they had completely lost interest. And so then had I. And so I then rewatched them both then properly in the cinema room. And I, and I 100% agree with you, John. And again, I appreciate look at the podcast we're in, but I think this is a series that needs to be seen on a bigger screen and in Dolby Atmos and, yeah. and everything else because the experience was markedly different second time round i was much more engaged and and again as i said i i i was aware of the characters they're talking about i was aware of what had happened at the end of rebels again because i've got friends that have seen it and also i've read it somewhere so i knew kind of that the link between the certain characters that that were uh, apparently had had their demise 
Um, and so I was aware of that and I knew there was a link between them and all the rest of it. Um, and so, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it second time round. watching the first episode again in the cinema room was great. And then the second episode was at least interesting. Um, and although it is tinged with sadness, cause I think Ray Stevenson's very good in it. And it's a shame yeah. that, you know, this is his last role because, you know, he was very, very good in this. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's, um, I think it's a, it's a shame other than that, but it's good. And that's that shot that's on the screen now. That's one I took from the cinema room because mm. I just wanted to get a, a sense of the detail levels, um, on it. Cause I think it's really sharp. Yeah. A little bit to its detriment. I think, um, I think Ahsoka's tendrils look. You know, too flat, they little too plasticky. Yeah. They look rubber. <laughs> yeah. And, and so the detail isn't helped by that. It looks like a hat to me. Right. But, well, the, but the detail sure. on, the, on the tuning. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But you know what? But it looks like that. And it's not supposed to, is it? It's supposed to look like it's an organic thing. Yeah. Um, but I like the detail in her, the, the tunic there, the cloak that she's wearing, you know, every mm-hmm. little stitch and every little kind of pock mark that's on it where it's been aged and stressed. It looked, it, I thought it looked really, really good. Um, so home theater wise, it's, it's very, very nice. Um, you know, really, really good. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I think it's decent. I'm looking forward to episode three. Uh, and, and which, you know, I, hopefully tomorrow. Well, as I say, and I know DJ, you want to get your thoughts in too, but all I was going to just tack on to that is like the casting director deserves, uh, big accolades for oh. this because they have cast those animated characters perfectly. Um, <laughs> yeah. the few that we've seen so far. Um, and I'm hoping we'll see a couple more that are missing so far. Um, uh, but even like Clan, although I think Clancy Brown did the voice of his character in Rebels and is just now taking him to live action here. Yeah. Uh, Sabine, you know, of course we had already seen. Oh my Ahsoka. God. Um, yeah. but, but Sabine looks like she jumped right off the, right well, out of that, Rebels, you know? And it's so funny so. you say that because that's what I was like. Did you guys watch this back to back? Like I or, did. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't, I, I, two different mornings, Saturday morning, episode one, Sunday morning, episode two, and I couldn't wait to get to episode two. And it, it allowed, because I did that, it allowed me to have that 24 hours in between thinking about it and, and being like, oh, okay. And, and I gotta tell you, it's like for like John and I that watched Rebels, we've, we've seen all of it, couldn't wait for the next rebels <laughs> but th- it felt they did such a good job one shooting this like john said casting it but i felt like i was watching in my memory in that 24 hours i felt like i was going back to the animated series but at the same time if i went to the animated series while i was watching it i felt like i was gonna go back and see that and it was it just it's so well done and brought to life and the home theater part, it the Atmos, you guys both said the Atmos is amazing. My Harmony sits on the, my arm chair right next to me. Every episode I get and or anything I watch, it sits right there. It kept lighting up. And I kept pointing to Joe. I'm like, look, because when the bass rumbles, if it rumbles enough, it'll activate the little sensor and the screen will light up. Right. That doesn't happen in a lot of movies movies and it's happening on a streaming and it's like mm-hmm. and i was like that is great i was like that's because aw- it is it the the sound is awesome the atmos is is great the whole room is used uh the bass really good i can't wait for the we can say this now we, we've got to be getting the physical on this because mm-hmm. it's oh, all of these sure. things are yeah. coming these are gonna be amazing yeah. and th- there was one particular scene not a spoiler 
but a character is looking, they're traveling, looks like it's kind of like on a train, but I don't think it was a train. Uh, you guys will know what I'm talking about, but the two characters are looking at you and it's close up of them. And in the background, you see things going by or something like that, right? And you know they, they're filming this in the volume or whatever they're calling that thing now. So it looks like, and, and you're watching it and you're like, oh, it's kind of a little blurry in the background. And they do that on purpose so they don't have to have a lot of detail. And then the character goes like this and looks back to what, where the volume, you know, that background is. The character goes out of the folk, out of focus and the background comes in to focus and you're like, holy crap. I thought that was amazing because I think Dave Filoni was screwing with every CGI critique out there going, Oh, it's a little bit too much CGI in the background. Oh, geez, that looks real. <laughs> they literally <laughs> set him up and then went and that that's the only thing. Like, why would that character turn around and just go like this? I don't even think they said anything about it. It was just a, it was just a one shot so that they could show you the, the, the power that they have right now, the, the detail that they can give. And it, it just, it looks amazing. And, and this is streaming. And I, I, I mean, it, it I can't wait for episode three. It, it was that good. And I didn't, I don't know about you, John, but I didn't go back and watch any rebels. I didn't do anything to prep for this. I wanted to be able to be like, have some questions and because it was a while ago I watched Rebels, but I, I wanted to say I felt like I listened to hashtag dork and they they recommended a bunch of Rebels episodes that you could go back to get prepped. And I'm like, mm, I've seen them. I'd rather try to figure it out myself with the knowledge that I have. And, and, and I think that's more it's more fun for me that way, because then you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Things are more surprising. Yeah, I didn't get a chance. I had meant to go back to Rebels leading up to this and never got a chance to do so. Um, like I said, we did watch the, we did watch something on YouTube post the viewing. So Lydia yeah. could just have an idea of what, <laughs> you know, what was, who these people were and what was going on. Um, and it, you know, it did bring up a few things that I had forgotten, but, um, yeah, yeah, it was very yeah. cool. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Uh, Paul Herc says in the chat, uh, Disney Plus have made a playlist of episodes of Clone Wars to prep you for the Ahsoka show. Nice. So, so that's there. Um, and because that's the thing too, you know, Clone Wars is seven seasons, but it's not oh. all relevant to, <laughs> yeah. to Ahsoka or to this. And same thing with Rebels, you know, not all of it. So, um, you know, it's kind of sitting down and watching 12 seasons of TV yeah. <laughs> is a lot that's, what, that's not that's not all relevant so yeah do you remember the last episode what was it the last couple of episodes or four episodes the last four episodes oh, they well, were like two the, movies the last four no it was Clone Wars though remember when they came back for season seven oh was that Clone Wars break. yeah and then the, okay. they did um like the uh, 10 episodes whatever it was it was like 12 yeah. episodes but the last four yeah, are essentially the movie that you would watch in between episode three and episode four. Yeah. Like, um, because yeah. it leads right in. It's actually taking place concurrent with, um, the end of episode three. And yeah, so, of the Sith. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if I was to do a watch through of the whole thing again, I would plop those four episodes in between those two movies. Uh, yeah. So, it's sort of like you do with Rogue One. 
If you haven't um, seen you it, know. you don't even need to see the first six episodes of the season because no. if you don't know Clone Wars or anything, you you probably wouldn't be interested in it. There's some Bad Batch stuff in there. Right. Um, but the last four episodes, you'll be blown away. There's some, there's a couple of lightsaber battles in there that I know it's animated, but do not sleep on that. Yeah, they there's are some amazing of the, lightsaber yeah. battles. Some of the best in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have a feeling we're going to get that here. Uh, the way Ahsoka moves, I, I felt like was so, and, and a lot of it is animated, right? Even here, right. it's, it's animated her jumping and moving and, and whatever she's doing, it was so dead on that you felt like it was just like the animated series came alive, came yeah. to life. So good. So good. Um, yeah, it's that, that opening scene, the little trick she does there with her, uh, sabers. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> now, now I'm starting to sound like Chris Farley. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> but it was, yeah. it was, you know, and it, it, and it, that's what we want to see. And it's like, I think Filoni's doing such a good job. I mean, he created all of these characters. Well, and he wrote, that's him. All, and he wrote all eight episodes of this. So, okay. I mean, it is literally his vision for this character because he wrote it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, Jordan says in the chat, he's like, the last scene of the final season of Clone Wars gave me goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's so good. So good. All right. Um, anything else? Great home theater no. experience so far. Mm. Yeah. yeah it's no. pretty good. Yep. Yep. Big all thumbs righty. up. <laughs> Big thumbs up. Boxes of popcorn all yep. around. All right. All right. Let's see. Uh, who wants to go first? Let's yeah. see. All right. Let me try this one. Here we okay. go. Who's up? I didn't even uh, label the, who's, oh, who watched that'll it. That'll be me then. That's the, this All is right. the, the black phone. Now, apologies, nice. uh, ladies and gents for uh, put, using this picture because it's just literally the languages screen. But again, this, <laughs> this goes straight into it. It doesn't, or that the screen is so bright that you just can't sensibly get a picture. So I thought I'd grab this. It is not representative of the quality of the disc. Um, and this is, uh, the black phone on Blu-ray. Um, it's not available in 4K anywhere on disc. I suspect it probably huh. is on Slide Escape, but it's not in 4K disc, uh, as far as I, as far as I'm aware anyway, because if it was, I'd have picked it up. Um, I think it's streamed so is, in, I think it's streamed in 4K on Peacock yeah. though. Okay. Well, that, but again, this is on disc. We, we just, right. I, you know, right. so it, um, but it's in 7.1 DTS HDMA. Not DTSX, not Atmos, 7.1 DTS HD, which hmm. is a bit odd. Um, but there it is. Um, yeah. Kaleidoscape uh, has it at HDR, hmm. UHD, Atmos, 1999. Hmm. So, so there we go. So, yep. you know, hopefully it will, it will, you know, transpire. It'll turn up at some point on disc because I, I would pick it up. Um, so the story is it's set in the seventies, um, where you have a, um, a, a masked killer. Um, not a surprise because it's in the trailer played by Ethan Hawke. Who, and that's the mask that you see on the picture there, who is uh, named the grabber and he is killing kids. And we have, um, a, a child is kidnapped. He's taken to the basement, uh, of this man's house and has to try to work out how to get out. And again, it's in the trailer. So not a spoiler. Um, there is a phone, a, the black phone of the title. Um, it's in, in the title <laughs> basement. Yes, indeed. This basement and the phone rings. And at the end of the phone, are the spirits or ghosts of the kids that have already been killed and they try to help him to plot his escape. 
Um, it's a really, really well done movie directed by Scott Derrickson, I think. So this is the guy that did, um, uh, Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange film, and then he came off that and then directed this. Um, and it's, it's, um, really, really cleverly done movie. Well worth seeing. It's never less than, than riveting. Um, very, very well done. Um, and Ethan Hawke's great at everything he does. And he's, he's particularly pleasant in this as an, as a really nasty kind of guy. He's very, very kind of, you know, someone you wouldn't want to mess with. Um, now, so the video's fine. It is, oh, there we go. Huh. So for September yeah, cool. 19th, well, there you go. Not far to there go. There you go. Oh, so happy days. Good. All right. Well, I'll, while we were picking it up. So it has a, um, uh, Van Gogh, stepping up, let me just say, stepping yeah, up in sorry, the chat, uh, Black Phone, September 19th on 4K on Amazon. So okay, coming days. very soon, very soon. So oh, there we go. Great stuff. Right. Um, and, um, back to Steve. So you, back to Steve. Yeah. We, we return you to your regularly scheduled <laughs> broadcast. Um, and so it has a, uh, so yeah, the video is, is, it's been deliberately made to look like it. It's, it's of its time. So it's quite, desaturated it does look like it was it's a film from the 70s it's not grainy it's been shot digitally but it does it does evoke that time everything is just a little bit faded i mean you guys again i mean we are children of the 70s and the 80s and so you'll you'll recognize things from your childhood even if it never really looked that way i think that again it's these rose-tinted spectacles we've talked about before um and the audio though is very nice now bearing in mind it's 7.1 so it's not doing a lot of up mixing up to Neuralex, which is how, of course, we, you know, I, I watch this. Um, but it was very, very well done. There are points where the, the spirits come off the phone and you can hear the voices moving around the room. Oh, wow. There are little different, little, little creepy little sounds here and there. And, and, the, and the best kind of horror of this type of genre is where there are things just off frame. You're not quite sure what is there, what's coming. And so it's really effective. And one or two things in this in particular will have your room moving just how you want it. You know, it just makes you feel like you're in this basement with these things and, you you know, you're not quite sure what's coming next. It's really well done. Uh, Lots of jump scares, Deeds, you'll love it. Um, and, uh, no, no evil dead rising, unless you count the ghosts, I suppose, which I suppose <laughs> could be dead rising, but not evil dead rising. Mm. Um, cause they're trying to help him. Um, so yes, it's, it's, it's really well done. And I think most people that have seen it really liked it. I, I see Jordan in the chat. Well, again, um, just saying there, um, that sorry, John lost your eyebrows completely there, mate. Um, saying that the black Got phone it. has just recently been announced. And then he said, uh, absolutely great film, by the way. Yeah, it is. It's really good. Very, very well done movie and a great home theater experience. So if you want to, I mean, if you want to now wait, of course, if the 4K disc is out, presumably the Blu-ray will become cheaper um, or alternatively spring for the 4K disc. I mean, I'll certainly get it when it comes out over here. Um, So, yeah, very, very cool. Recommend that. Cool. Cool. Uh, Let's see. All right. Who is I got? I got to hear about this one here. Whoops. Let me pull that one down. Put this one back up. Here we go. Oh, I was like, hey. I forgot I I'm watched adding this. sounders now too for this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so just to read, this will be quick because we talked about it quite a bit last week, but just to revisit, I went back and watched the Silent Space edition on the Gravity Blu-ray um, that I picked up a couple weeks ago. Um, I had never seen this version of the movie. Um, and yeah, I I thought it was a pretty unique experience. Um, yeah. the trade, the trade off for this is that you lose Dolby Atmos. Um, and so, you know, you, you kind of have to decide what's more important to you. Yeah. Um, but I felt like, 
the absence of score. Um, normally, a score is used in these films to to ramp up the tension, but I actually found the lack of score to be more tense and yeah. a little bit more nerve wracking because it, it kind of puts you in their shoes. Um, you know, your space is silent, right? So you're not going to yeah. hear anything um, until something just comes smashing into the side of you or what, you know, whatever the case <laughs> may be. Uh, and I kind of, you kind of feel that when you're, you know, when you're watching this, um, it, it's very tense. Um, the lack of score. Um, yeah. You know, this, the audio is still very nice. You know, there were points where, you know, having just watched it a couple of days earlier in Atmos, I could tell, you know, that oh, the Atmos yeah. uh, is, is elevated for sure, especially in the, you know, the communications and the voices and the helmets and things like that doesn't bounce quite the same way. Um, yeah. The placement like, around the room yeah. is, is uh, off substantially. Right. Yeah. It's not quite yeah. the same. And so, like I said, you have to, because you had made the comment that like the black and white version of Logan and maybe even this version of this movie would be your preferred method of, yeah. of viewing. And you have to decide what's more important yeah. to you, I guess. Like is the Atmos, which for a lot of us is the why is why we're spending the money to get this movie. Um, because we want the Atmos track. Um, so like, I don't know on next visit, which, which button I'm going to click when I, I yeah. play on this movie. Uh, but it is a different experience. And like I said, I wasn't having just watched it. I wasn't any less invested in, in what was going on because I felt <laughs> like it, it, you know, really kind of draws you in. Um, it's yeah. funny to say the, the lack of sound draws you into it. So, and, um, and that's, that's why I, was, I went back and I watched the opening again in both Atmos and in this on the Kaleidoscape. And I was like, on Kaleidoscape, they have it as an extra. So it's not okay. like it's a movie on its own, like a disc, like you would with a disc or something. So you just right. click on that. And every time you go back to it, you have to start at the beginning. It's just like starting any extra. You're like, okay, right. just start it again. But yeah, it's like, you're right. And here, the one flaw in the silent one is that it's so silent. That's where, if you could get it in Atmos, then yeah. that's where oh, we're that's, talking. Of course, the best because, of both worlds, right? Like, yeah, but what I'm saying is, is like sometimes the score could hide the inaccuracy of the placement, right? right. Because you've had other other things going on, but where there's no score and it's just silent, and all you hear is the voices, you're like, this would be amazing. And the the funny thing is, on Kaleidoscape, it's it's listed as Atmos, but it's Dolby Digital Atmos. So it's oh, like really? the loss, the lossy Atmos version, right? And it's not very good. And it comes up. It even set, you know, on my on my phone when you look at the like the Morant stuff, it just says Dolby. It doesn't right. even say oh, Atmos. It doesn't say but Atmos. When, but in the if you look at what uh, if you pull up info on it, it says Dolby Digital Atmos. But then when you watch the movie, it's Dolby True HD Atmos. Right. So there's a difference there, and. It, if nothing else, you really do get a sense of how good the Atmos track is because of how clean and how discreet the sounds move, especially, like I said, watching that opening scene and George Clooney's floating around. And I mean, he is panning. Not only is he panning around you, but he's also panning further away from you and right. coming back to you at the front of the screen. And like, as he comes up closer on the right side, he gets louder and louder and louder. And then it's almost like he comes into the room and then he goes back around and he floats away. And it's, I mean, it's, 
And then when you listen to it in the silent one, it's not as accurate of his placement. Right. It's still there, but like you said, it's like it is amazing how the silence raises that tension. And I do feel like there was some audio that you heard that was probably drowned out by the score in mm-hmm. the other version. And so I think you did hear – I felt like I was hearing things that I didn't hear the first time around. And maybe I was just trying to be more attuned to it. And if I went back and listened, it would be there in the other version yeah. too. But again, the fact that there was nothing to drown anything out um, felt like you had more – some more of the um, – like the audio that you were getting. Um, yeah. But you know, having only really seen it once, I can't compare to – too much on that yeah so. so all right but good experience though yeah it was super fun yeah cool all right uh i am going to start off with uh we're going back in time we're getting going way back getting the way back machine we have oh yeah you think you're above the law <laughs> above the law you're not above my law <laughs> it's when when was the last time you guys saw it? so we are talking about above 25 the law, years ago steven yeah. seagal and it's i it's everything i remembered and I'm, so much i didn't yeah <laughs> it's been a long time it they has. Um, they released a blu-ray set of this of of seagal set yes. last year i think it was so i saw it last year uh, amongst okay. a lot of others in a short space yeah. of time. <laughs> it's, it is, it actually isn't bad. It's, it's not great, but it's, mm. it's not, it's, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, I love the Seagal movies. I love, I mean, they open up, I got it here. I'm like, this is what the thing looked like, the details and stuff. Mm. So we got, that's the details. It's in HD, uh, Dolby True HD 5.1. Mm. Um, and then look, I, even grab these i upmixed it uh with the dolby surround very still very front heavy but the score in it did come into the room pretty good uh that's what i'm getting 5.1 that's your upmix so um but yeah it's just talking for people listening to the audio only just talking about the images on the screen um but yeah it's i i i really enjoyed it i had it was so much fun and he the aikido I was thinking to you, Steve, it's like, cause we talk, mm. you know, martial arts and stuff. And I love, I, the fun thing about Aikido is like watching him do it. It's the, the object is, is somebody's going to attack you instead of running away, you go at them. And that's what he, it just clotheslines everybody. <laughs> yeah, he does. I mean, I, I, yeah, the Aikido that's in there is, is, I mean, funny enough, just looking at that picture that you put up a minute ago, that's the founder of Aikido. That's Morihai yeah. Ushiba Osensei, who's the guy who, the next one, next one on. Uh, that's yep. him there. That's the founder. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he, Seagal's a strange chap. Funny enough, I'm listening to a, an yeah. audio book at the moment of a, a, from a guy called Nick DeSemedon, who's the, uh, follower of mine on Twitter. He's the editor of Empire. And he, um, he's done a book about the eighties action heroes and Seagal has his own chapter. Um, and I, because I'm a member of the British Aikido Federation, I'm a black belt first down in Aikido for those that, that don't know. And, um, uh, one of my sensei in, in locally is a guy called Mike Neri, who's an eighth Dan. And he has encountered Steven Seagal in the past. Oh, yeah. And it's fair to say he's not his biggest fan. Um, and, <laughs> really? uh, and, and yeah, there aren't many who are Steven uh, yeah, Seagal. Yeah. I've, I've not heard really good things about him. No. And, and kind he, of a and, bad dude. Yeah. And, and, and the, the Aikido that he does is, is a Hollywood form. 
and is it is best left on screen, I think. And certainly, it's fun for me to watch watch these movies back because, of course, when yeah. I first saw them, Aikido, I was like, "What's Aikido?" And then having trained in it for ten years plus, then kind of going back and watching them again, as I did last year, and I hadn't seen them for a long time, um, was interesting. And then thinking, "Oh my god, that's awful! What the heck?" And like, you know, that's not well done. And that's, <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's it obviously it's for the movie, and it's supposed to be showy and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, having watched sort of six of his movies in very short succession last year, um, it, it, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it is what it is. Uh, as I said, um, it, uh, it I, yeah, this one is the most, depending on who you believe, of course, he's got a very shady backstory, much of which is not, you know, is not really accurate, I don't think. But this one is quite, is, is at least has some, very similar to, I mean, he did train in Japan. He did, he yeah. did actually, uh, it, it, the, the Hombu, the, the Aikido Hombu where, where, uh, Osensei was, was training is in Okinawa and he was in there and he was, and he did spend time there. There's no getting away from that. He did do, and you can see the footage in, in, in that, right. uh, in the opening of it. So this is probably as close as you get to, to what may have happened. <laughs> see that, and uh, that's, that's one of the things that I had heard about him. I never really heard, especially back then, you never really heard anything negative about him. Most of what I heard is he was the most dedicated to the arts as opposed to some, like even, even Van Damme was supposedly like he was doing it to be showy. I mean, he was good, but he wasn't in this. This is what I had heard back then is that Seagal was more the, you know, martial arts and then movies second where pretty much everybody else was. You know, at least Americans, I should say. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I mean, I we, we've obviously got to be careful, haven't we? Because we're on a public show and we're live across Twitter, <laughs> and anybody could see it. So we've got to be careful. Um, but yeah, so we're only we so that we are clear. Yeah. It's the lawyer in me coming out again, Deej. Oh, here yeah, we go. <laughs> so that we are clear. Keeping these are safe. what we had heard, and they're only allegedly yeah tales. I of always like tales it. of the unexpected. Yeah, but the um. Uh, let's see the uh, opening, the uh, nice audio. This is from 1988 mm. and it is his first one too. Mm. So I, I didn't, I didn't realize that when I picked it, but yeah, it's his first one. Um, he's got the mullet rocking the mullet looks fantastic. And uh, the picture rich, vibrant picture, the clips of like 1969 and Vietnam, they all look like grainy, bad resolution at the beginning and stuff. And then when you get into the movie itself, everything feels so much cleaner and crisp. And it, I mean, for a Blu-ray, I thought it looked pretty good. Um, it did have a few bouts of poor, like grain, like real in some of the darker scenes. It's like real weird jump cuts. Like all of a sudden it was like, all right, this is the only clip we got. We got to use it. <laughs> You're like, Ugh. and so you got a couple of those in there, but uh did I mention the, the mullet and the dovetail <laughs> that I loved that part too, the dovetail. Um And at about 39 minutes, there's a really good explosion that like comes into the room, really does envelop you. Uh It was really good, really good for that. Um, uh, but, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Okay. But so, yeah, that was cool. But I just thought it was fun. I'm going to do, what was the next one that he does with, uh, what is it, Kelly LeBrock? License, hard to kill. Hard to kill. Yeah, it's hard to kill. Yeah. I want to yeah, do that yeah. one next. Um, uh, I have a bunch of them. 
already. I, I bought a bunch of them a while ago. Haven't gotten around to it, but yeah, I wanted to start start out with a little bit of Seagal. So, uh, but it's it was a lot those that are in the UK, I mean, the, the, this set is dirt cheap now. It really is. And they're all relatively <laughs> decent transfers. You've got, um, yeah, I, know, I was just, just looking it up on my, my movies app, actually. Um, cause then I can say what's on there. Uh, um, so yeah, so you've got, um, the Steven Seagal collection. Okay. So you've got executive decision. Very nice. Nico above That's the law. That's in his collection. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, spoil yeah, yeah, yeah. it for anybody, but why? Well, cause it's got a very cool <laughs> turn by Kurt Russell. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, so we've got Nico above the law, executive decision, hard to kill, under siege, and under siege two. <laughs> yeah, under siege is awesome. I love yeah, under siege. Yeah, yeah. Under siege two is pretty fun too. Uh, but under some, siege uh, yeah. is like yeah, die hard. On the I boat. mean, it's it's really cheap. It's not expensive, so it's worth picking up, guys. If you oh, can, cool. you know, those that are over here. I mean, I think I got the whole thing for about ten pounds, and that was brand new. So nice. you know, it's very very cheap. Um, so there we go. Um, all right, Jordan, just whilst we're doing it, I think you might have already just mentioned it, Deej. Um, favorite cigar film under siege would be yours, yeah. Deej, surely. Yeah. 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 Under siege <laughs> is my, is my favorite cigar yeah. film by far. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I, I'd probably say after that it's above the law. Um, but I have to see it and who knows? It could go like Conan. <laughs> yeah. I've always liked above the law. Yeah. Um, but again, I haven't seen any of these in a long time. So, uh, but <laughs> yeah. th- I would say above the law has always been my favorite. Hmm. I, I think in terms of movies, I'll have executive decision because I, I mean, I'm a Kurt Russell fanboy anyway, but I actually really like that movie. Um, and then after that, I think it would have to be under siege, but yeah. he, there's actually not that much Aikido in under siege, to be honest, very little by that point. No. He, was, he kind yeah. of gone beyond it really. Yeah. Um, and all the stuff with, you know, with Tommy Lee Jones and the knife fight, all this stuff oh. is complete bollocks. Yeah. It, it, it's <laughs> such good. I mean, Tommy Lee Jones, Gary Busey, uh, yeah. Under Siege is so good. Uh, if you want, go to the website and you can, uh, type in Under Siege under the search and you can hear Todd Anderson and I talk about that. We broke that movie down a couple of years ago. Uh, <laughs> had a lot of fun with that one. So yeah, that was, uh, I'll be, I'll be talking about a mad Gary Busey cameo next week. Ooh, <laughs> he nice. popped up in a film I'd forgotten he was in <laughs> that I've seen that we'll talk about next week yeah. teasers <laughs> teasers yeah, yeah, yeah. for next week look at you big go. market teaser <laughs> alright um, let's uh, let's do this one here I want to hear about this because I didn't I'll mm. explain why but let's go with that John yeah Blue Beetle uh, yeah, yeah Blue Beetle I was, so I went to yeah I saw this in the theaters obviously <laughs> now playing um so this is your standard superhero origin movie. You know, it um, is exactly like every first superhero origin movie you've ever seen. <laughs> uh, it's a bit like the greatest American hero. Guy finds a suit that he doesn't know how to operate. Um, <laughs> greatest American hero. Yeah. Nice reference. <laughs> yeah. Has it got as cool a theme tune? That's what yeah, I want to know. No. I love oh, that I'll, I'll be singing that all night. Yeah. Believe it or not. But, but all that said, in. this movie is a blast. Is oh, it? I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, nice. Lydia liked it a lot. Um, it, you know, it's got, um, George Lopez, who I'm not the biggest fan of all the time, but he's really funny in this movie. Um, you know, the, uh, Zolo Maridueña, if I'm, 
probably butchering that, um, is, is great. You know, of course he's from Cobra Kai, uh, super engaging, you know, really, um, fun to watch. And yeah, I really liked this movie. Um, reviews have been fairly positive, but of course nobody's going to see it. So the, the odds of getting a sequel, um, are very slim, uh, even though this movie sets itself up to continue forward. Um, but I would imagine we'll see his blue beetle crop up throughout James Gunn's DCU. Um, you know, the character I think is, is fun and, um, definitely deserves uh, some more screen time. Uh, but yeah, um, so a bit cliche, you know, like I said, but the, you're just getting to the point with these movies where, you know, it's just hard to do anything we haven't seen already, you know? Um, but I mean, this is not Batman or Spider-Man. Like you can't bring this character to the screen and not do some type of origin story. Right. Because the vast majority of people have never heard of the Blue Beetle. Um, you know, unless you read comics or I think he was on Justice League Unlimited or one of those shows. But I mean, unless you really know, you don't know this character. So he's, you know, you yeah. gotta do, you gotta do the setup there. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Lots of fun. Um, you know, it's, it's another Shazam black Adam, you know, I mean, it's part action comedy <laughs> and, um, uh, super fun. So, um, I, I, I would, you know, if you can get out to the theaters to see it, I think just because the movie deserves to get some box office love. Um, yeah. but definitely, you know, when this thing comes to streaming, um, you know, give it a, give it a go. Cause it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. Um, yeah, John Thompson, love that series and theme song, obviously oh, talking about the, greatest American hero. One of the best TV theme songs that there yeah. is, you know. Um, it, oh, let's stop oh, sorry. And then, but he also <laughs> said, it's a great film, had to watch it three times now as my son really likes oh, it. Oh, yeah, see, it was a lot there of fun. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I see, I'm one of those people that had never heard of it. I, I knew yeah. the film was Blue coming, Beetle? but oh, yeah, yeah, I knew the film was coming, but I'd never, I, I couldn't, I couldn't have told you anything about the character other than it was blue and it was apparently a beetle. Right. Um, yeah. So that, that's I just literally went, all I knew. I, I've read some Blue Beetle, uh, read, what's, yeah. uh, what's his, what's his, uh, buddy there? They usually well, the original, is see, he the original, he the original Blue Beetle is Ted Cord. It's not Jaime Reyes. Right. So Ted Cord teams up a lot in the comics with Booster Gold. That's um, it, Booster Gold. And yeah, yeah, so this is not that version of Blue Beetle. You know, uh, Jaime That's Reyes never took stopped them before, though, to bring in Booster Gold, who's hysterical. Well, yeah. Now, <laughs> let's see. There, there are some mentions, uh, not spoilers, but I mean, there are a lot of mentions of Ted Cord and oh, okay. the fact that he was um blue beetle prior you know okay. the, the blue beetle did exist in the world prior and it was um oh okay you know it was not known to everybody obviously but you know those in the know knew it was ted cord so i mean some of that pops up um but jaime reyes in the comics has been around for about 10 years or so he's been the blue beetle uh for mm -hmm. a little while um and yeah, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, why bring this version to the screen? Um, well, they had to because he had but, his back broken in Karate Kid show. Yeah, right. You know, so he needs to be in this. <laughs> he um, needs this. Get what is it called? The the this uh, exoskeleton. Exoskeleton. Um, whatever. You know, and so another other than the fact that you know Ted Cord is just another rich white billionaire and Jaime Reyes is um, Latino <laughs> uh, yeah. teen teenager, um, and you know, of course, you know DC wants to appeal to that market as well. Uh, which they should. So that's the reason why you don't get the Ted Cord version <laughs> as opposed to Jaime Reyes. Um, and yeah, Ted Cord, 
as John's saying here, is set the team up with him in the next film. Fingers crossed we'll, we'll get a next film. Um, but, but yeah, um, I think this was originally planned for, to be an HBO Max movie along with Batgirl. And then James, when James Gunn came in and, and saw some of the production of this, he kicked it to the, to the theaters. Okay. Um, so, um, but it's got some budget, you know, it has some money behind it, you know, it's got yeah. a decent budget and it looks really good. Uh, again, mm. this should be one that when it comes to, you know, when you get this at home, it's going to be vibrant and colorful, yeah. like Shazam or, you know, uh, and it's a Warner's disc. So the Atmos track is going to be, you know, yeah. excellent. And this will be a great fun, I think. So see that the odd thing was, is I wanted to see it, but nobody had it playing in their prime cinema. Even when it came out, it was yeah. like around here. I couldn't find it. And I, I was like, well, I'm well, it not got gonna... kicked right away for Gran Turismo. Um, yeah. Even in the, like I saw it like Thursday, which it was only six days after open. And I saw it at 10 a.m. because at 2 p.m. it was getting kicked out for Gran Turismo. For Gran... Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't get a lot of time in the, in the good theaters. Um, right. Uh, which and is this a shame. Movie like needs I said, that. Yeah, it, it does. It's... It does kind of need it. You know, you want the sound and you want the, you know, the better picture quality. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it didn't get a lot of time. Now, again, if it was doing Barbie numbers, then it might have not got kicked out of that. that but spot see, in the here theater. it never even got a but, shot. I kept trying right. to look, and I, I looked on every day of the week since it came out, and it was never in the prime theater here, the X right. Plus. And I was like, what the, and, and then obviously I didn't, and remember I said last week, I didn't even think I was going to get to see Gran Turismo because yeah. it wasn't either, but it did it, it on Thursday. It went there and I bought the tickets, had to actually go on Friday, but it's, um, yeah, this never got the play and I'm not going to a subpar theater for, to see, I'm like, I'll just wait to see it at home. I'm like, right. I, 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 that's, that's not worth it to me. I, I, well, and I even looked I, for IMAX because it's supposed to be really good. I mean, it's supposed to have some pretty good home theater qualities to it. Unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, um, you know, it's not performing well at the box office. So this thing should come to streaming even quicker than <laughs> Black Adam or some of the other movies. Um, this should be streaming in about two weeks and <laughs> you can just watch it at home. So I mean, I'm, so. I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in seeing it now that you've mentioned it, John, than I was before yeah. because I would have quite happily just not seen this oh um, so no, I now at least i'm it, but. yeah well now at least i'm, I'm you know I'm, i will see it but I, I wouldn't go to the cinema to see it i'll, yeah. I'll see mm-hmm. this at, you know again on streaming or 4k um you know that that's fine i i, I wouldn't couldn't drag myself to it um but uh yeah okay well, it'll that, look great yeah it, it'll look great yeah. you'll don't, you know again don't expect uh you know <laughs> don't expect a lot out of it but yeah it's, it's fun <laughs> yeah, yeah it's fun so um John's saying about Warner screwed the Flash 4K by putting too many extras on the disc. Uh, the Kaleidoscape version and almost double the bit rate. I heard uh, that, that they, they went actually into the 4K put, disc, yes, with the extras. put extras? Oh, mm-hmm. man, that's so dumb. Yeah. Nobody a does that. People, that's why they put them on com- the Blu-ray. Complaining about that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And yet I've seen some reviews, um, high-def disc 
Digest.com said it was very nice. Gave it five out of five for yeah. its print picture yeah. quality. Yeah, yeah. So it's again, so with well anything, shot. it's going to depend a, on yeah. what size screen you're watching it on, what kind of right. system you've got. The bigger the screen, the more you're going to see the issues. But you know, I, I, I mean, I again, I John is a, is a man in the know. So yeah, you know, he he, he the, will know. But um, but, yeah, I'm but the movie hold lends it. itself to look great, whether it's streamed. Whether I mean, just the mm. contrast that they have and the bright brightness. And I mean, the whole movie is in full screen, right? Mm-hmm. But then, mm-hmm. but those where you really notice it is when they get into those action shots, like the opening scene where you see like this is, I think those were filmed in IMAX. The rest aren't really IMAX cameras, but it's still full screen. So you don't get the variable aspect ratio, but you do get the variable quality. Right. And it's like, and when you see those regular, those action scenes, they just look, you're like, holy crap. It's his suit and the colors and everything. So even if you, you drop down a little bit in quality, it's still going to look fabulous because it's just so bright and it looks so good. So, um, yeah, I think it lends itself to being a, I'm hoping the same for Blue Beetle. Well, I say on some of these releases now, they're starting to forego the Blu ray, you know, including the Blu ray disc. And, you know, if that's the case, where are those extras going to go? You know, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's too bad. That's too bad. But all right. Let's uh, keep it positive, people. (laughs) uh, Steve, are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Right. Let us take a trip, gents, back to the 1980s. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. To visit the film that is Weird Science in 4K and, uh, and, uh, DTS HD 5.1 M8. Now, okay. <laughs> now, this is a film. Now, we, again, we are all of a certain age. All of us yep. would have been at the appropriate, or should we say inappropriate age I was for this movie. Speaking of Steven Seagal, <laughs> you've got he, yeah, the rock, rock again. Right? Yes, indeed. Yeah, of course, because <laughs> they were married for a yeah. time, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Um, so, um, and uh, yeah, so this is a film. When it came out, I remember seeing it, I think. I might have been slightly too young. But I remember seeing it, I think, um, but had not seen this since the eighties. Um, and certainly not as an adult. And I, um, I've never owned it, never had the, the, the VHS. I don't know if it's on Blu-ray. I'm not sure if it is. Um, and then, but last week, I think it was, it came out here in 4K. And I have to admit, I ummed and ahed for far longer than I should have done as to whether this would be worth picking up or not, because it could have been dreadful and i saw a clip online on youtube of the the parents confronting the the the, the uh, kelly lebrock and the uh, and the kid that she's sort of uh, has been sworn to and it looked dreadful and i watched this clip and think oh god this is terrible um anyway so i got the disc <laughs> and i watched it and do you know what i had an absolute blast with it. Oh, I'm glad to I hear that. I really nice. enjoyed it way more than I should have yeah. done. I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how, when you did you last see it, John? Oh, how again, I probably haven't oh. seen it in at least <laughs> 20 years. But, yeah. Uh, but I've seen it many, many times. Um, <laughs> it, it was, it was genuinely fun 
from start to finish. And I thought I was going to, you know, again, especially with this, the subject matter and looking at, looking at a film from the eighties with 2023 eyes and sensibilities right. and, and approach to, to life generally. Um, I thought it would be very troubling and actually quite hard to watch for all kinds of reasons. And yet it's not, it is a romp and it's still silly and delightfully silly. And actually in a weird way for a movie where two young lads create their ideal woman, who then they, who says multiple times during the film, I belong to you. Tell me what you want to do with me and to me. Um, it's actually quite smart. And I think that, that Kelly DeBrock's character is the most intelligent, capable, in control person in the entire movie. And so that, that was actually quite clever, way ahead of its time. Is she the original Siri? <laughs> well, well <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, I don't know. Siri doesn't do the things that she does. Um, no. so, <laughs> Maybe not in your imagination. No, well, hey, <laughs> you know that family show we were talking about, Dee? Yeah. Remember back to the, the garden hose and the cherries. Made <laughs> <laughs> a mess. So it, um, so no, it was, and so it was very, very fun. <laughs> Get that out of my head, thanks. <laughs> and then when we talk about then the home theater side of it. Um, now it's the picture is very grainy. I mean, it, it is grainy throughout. There's no getting away from that. Indeed, you know how you say about you start struggling a bit with the grain and then you kind of yeah. warm up to it. That's kind of what this is. Um, but, but the color saturation in this, you know, the, the HDR, the wider color gamut is fantastic. And, and I've, and I put something up on Twitter after I couldn't help myself. There has never been, I think, a more eighties movie than this, at least in terms of movies shot in the eighties. I mean, you could talk about the wedding singer with Adam Sandler all day long, which lampoons the eighties and, and all the rest yeah. of it. But in terms of movies shot in the eighties, this has got to be the most eighties film ever. The clothes in it are Johnny fantastic. Be Good. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, this, this, that one. But back to the future, but this, in terms yeah. of how people are dressed right. in this, I nearly sent you a screenshot, Deitch. I was going to get a senior screenshot to put up, but I did put it up on Twitter because you've oh, got, you there's sent a it. shot where she, where Kelly LeBrock is walking out of a, uh, shopping mall and she is wearing an outfit that is, I mean, it's, it's so eighties. It's like screaming. She's got denim and kind of, and sort of chiffon and she's got gloves and she's got leather and she, and all this, and no one's looking at her because of what she's wearing. It's because of who she is. And then behind that, you've got Robert Downey Jr. coming out dressed like he's adamant. Right. And again, and, and, and again, no one's looking and laughing, but God, it's eighties. Well, and the girls, right? I can't remember the names, but yeah, I mean, that was so eighties. Oh, it's fantastically eighties. And you, and, and it's all part of the fun. So, so it looks really good with that. And then of course you get old, um, you know, what's his face from commando comes wandering in dressed like the guy from Mad Max too. He's wearing the same outfit. And it turns out literally he landed that day and literally just walked onto set because he, he still had his outfit from Mad Max too. Um, so just walked on wearing that, you know, and just does the thing. Um, and so it looks really good and it's a great fun. And then the audio, surprisingly, for a, a, a kind of a, 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 what would you call it? A ribald comedy, a kind of risque comedy from the eighties. Yeah. Um, the audio has got some surround in it. it. You know, there was a bit where you get it's, dreadful computer graphics where they're creating her and, right. the, and the camera zooms in and the graphics and the noise come right around the room. As it goes in, and I was like, wow, I was not expecting that. So it's not, you know, it's not, we're not going to be giving this any disc of the year awards. Well, DJ might, he gives every disc of the year <laughs> yeah. award. Anyway, just kidding, Deej, just kidding, Deej. Um, every new movie. 
I'm telling you guys, <laughs> HT experience of the year. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but it'll get really, some award. Yeah, but it's really, really fun. And I had, I really enjoyed this. This was so much better than I expected. Um, even after all these years. So I recommend this and, and I would, and I don't know if it's out over there yet because it's an arrow release. And I'm they're a bit sure. funny about their release dates, aren't they? But if it's out over there, I think it is because I thought it was great. Oh, well, then yeah. it's well worth picking up. I think it's it really is really fun. Um, um, and nowhere near as troubling as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. Let me look. Um, mm. Let's see. Uh, it's not on Kaleidoscape. It, not mm. in that, anyways. It's in. Um, yeah. It is in in HD. Uh, yeah. But, uh, it's available yeah. on Amazon. Amazon came out oh, August twenty oh, second. Yeah. Oh, nice. So yeah. So same, same. Pretty much release window. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I genuinely recommend this. It, uh, it's fun. If you like the movie, haven't owned it for a long time. This is the way to get it. Um, interestingly, VJ is uh, just saying there um, uh, in the in the chat. I love weird science. Just watched the Arrow Blu-ray. I was going to upgrade to 4K, but I heard it's not much better than the Blu-ray disc. Now, I must say, VJ, I didn't try the Blu-ray disc. I don't do a lot of A-B comparisons because it's not – I haven't got the time, in all honesty, or the patience. Um, but it, 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 I'd be surprised if the Blu-ray disc is as vibrant color-wise mm. as this is. And all those 80s fashions leap off the screen. The color saturation is amazing. So I would be surprised if there's, if it, there's not much difference. I mean, it may be right, but I would be surprised. Um, and, and, and for my money, I would say get this version. Um, yeah. because it, it does, it, 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 it is great fun. It really is. Um, so yeah, well yeah, recommended. And John, you know, when it's a decent price, get it. Resolutions yeah. native 4K. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has Dolby Vision. This is the um, the Arrow edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dolby Vision HDR10, 185 aspect, and uh, Master Audio. Uh, it's got both 2.0 mm-hmm. and 5.1. 5.1, yeah. I'd so. Engage the 5.1, guys, because there is some yeah. some surround in it. it. It it really is fun. Nice. Yeah, I was, I'm really pleased cool. with this. All right. All right. Now i got some thinking to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Typical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where's that one? You'll be glad to know it's better than Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even a stretch? I mean, uh, come on. <laughs> uh, so, all right. I've got my next one here. And this one, I ran out today, grabbed it. Uh, it mm. is. Yeah. Did you see this, John? It came out today. I know that it came out. I haven't oh. obviously haven't bought it or seen it yet. I haven't seen this since it uh, aired on TV in the seventies. So. Yeah, is this the original uh, movie then? The first the mo- movie, the original movie mm-hmm. from nineteen seventy eight, but was yeah. released in theaters in nineteen seventy nine. Uh, there's a uh, John. You're gonna want to pick this up for the young Jane Seymour. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We didn't say the no. title, Deej. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Sorry about that. Good job, Steve. Thank 1978, for, by the way. 1978 yeah. it came you out, but it was that, released but... in theaters in May May 17th, 1979. Right. But it's not so. the 2004-ish no. version. Yeah. No, no. This is, and it's not the series. It's it's the, uh, the movie. Just the movie. The mm. two-hour and two-minute movie or whatever it is that basically. I'm not sure that I've ever seen off. this, to be honest mm. with you. It's good. I it's, remember watching the show, but I don't, yeah. I mean, I didn't go to the theaters to see this as a kid, so I don't know that I've ever, 
actually seen the movie. Didn't even yeah. know there was a movie, to be honest. Yeah, is it not? Is it not the pilot? Is it not a kind of a, a an extra long episode or a couple of episodes put together, or is it completely different? What do you mean? It's because well, I wonder. Like, is this I, not I, just the TV? Yeah, is this just not the pilot of the show? Um, wasn't there a film where they went to Earth? They actually found Earth. I assume that's not this that's one. That's later. Spoiler. No, no, this is the yeah, beginning where they they okay. they're, yeah. yeah. No, this is yeah. This is what the show it is. Trying to, I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's definitely worth picking up if you're a, a fan of the series and you haven't seen. But this has been done in 4K. It looks great. Deep blacks, oh. vibrant colors. Um, it, it should, let me, let me get you some Not to go this. too into it, but is the same cast as the show? The show? Yes. Mm, okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think Jane Seymour made it into the series. No, uh, she, she didn't. Has but, a small um, one. Richard I, Hatch, Dirk Benedict, yes, Green, Rich, all those. Mm, yeah. Yep. All of those. Um, I, I'm, I think the little kid is different. I, for some reason, I think he was different Boxy. on the show. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, all but these this names from my youth. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, it's in uh, English um, 2.1 DTS 2.1 wow. which is great because you get that point one, and it, it actually so you get you see here you got, I got five channels for some reason it showed up as five channels but then mm -hmm. I upmixed it it is very front heavy so you're not really but I mean it looked great look at that it's it looked so good yeah I gotta buy that yeah and then those are a little blurry because it's action yeah. shots. Yeah. Yeah. But look at when they, when they oh, go yeah. into battle stages and you get the reds and stuff, the pictures, I got a couple here. This one here, oh. that's the shot of the, the Cylon in the ship that you, I tried to get the one where you see the three of them because they always had that shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, look at Imperious this. Imperious leader. It's so good. It looked so good. And God, even the, 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 I mean, this is from 1978. It came out so nice. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, the master, DTS Master Audio, like I said, very, very front heavy, but it's the explosions, the bass, really cool. Really cool. Um, it, it's worth it for that. But the picture alone is just, it's really well done. Um, you can feel yeah. the the point one in the explosions, the takeoffs, the blastifier, blaster fire, <laughs> the blastifier, <laughs> um, all that stuff. It, I, I was so I was excited for this. That's why I ran out, bought it, brought it home, mm. and watched it. Um, but I, I was kind of surprised at how good it is. So it's like yeah. if you're a fan of the series, some of the explosions are funny. They like. So like the spaceship will explode, but now it like they did this weird thing where you can see the space behind it like a donut and it disappears, but uh -huh. you can see it cut out. Like it's like the explosions like going away in a round donut area. It's weird. You'll see it sometimes. Uh -huh. Like the 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 picture's too good. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think yeah. I might have to get this. I I absolutely love the series, but I haven't seen yeah. it since I was tiny. I've well, stood yeah, next same. to that the actual model of that, by the way, in real life. It, um, yeah. in a, it they they had it in a in a in a warehouse in Elstree Studios in London. Um, I, I was tempted to ride it, but um, I didn't it, think uh, they'd like that. What is it, John Dykstra <laughs> from Star Wars? Is, mm. He's he went and did this. There were lawsuits. All oh yeah, this was stuff. huge. That's why this didn't, Star Wars. Yeah, this didn't mm. last long. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it only got so one good. season, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh, it was great. The Vipers. Yeah. I remember having a toy of oh, the Viper. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Me and too. the Cylons, the little Cylons. And the missiles that, that, shot yeah. out the. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those memory. chromes. Well, Cylons. and that was the precursor yeah. for the rocket firing Boba Fett that got canceled because yeah. of. Oh. It was because of that toy. <laughs> and then <laughs> so. hearing, hearing the Cylons talk again. Oh. I, you know, yeah, and yeah. hear. This isn't mm. in my, you know, obviously I'm not in my parents' house watching on a 19-inch color television with one speaker. You're right. what, I mean, I don't know, John, I don't know if I've ever seen this either, but it feels like you did, but it's like you're not sure. Because I bet you if I went back and watched the show right now, I'd be like, well, I don't no, remember I saw any it all, but yeah. I don't remember it, right? Because yeah, we were really younger and it's, of it. and it, a lot of it hasn't been available in various right. formats. So right. I, I highly... I mean, this looks. Did so you guys cool. ever go on the Universal Studios ride of this? Did you ever go on no. that? No. Did in, in Los Angeles oh, on on the way back from New Zealand in '84, we stopped off in Los Angeles and went to Universal. And this was when it was at the height of it. And you had Cylons walking around, which was amazing. And then there was a part of the tour, you know, the Star Tours thing they did. And you'd go through this thing, and there was a there was a you know laser battle and all. Yeah. That. Oh, it was great for an impressionable nine year old. It was yeah. uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this is giving me the itch to go back to the <laughs> time machine. The, well, no, to the new uh, to the 2004 series. Was it 2004? I know. Mm-hmm. I was man. thinking the same thing. But you that's know what? One of my favorite all time shows. But I, and yeah. I've watched it mm. in the last five years at least three times. Yeah, you and I have done that a couple of yeah. times. And but here's the thing: I was tempted myself, but at the same time. That the quality on this, I think, is better. Oh, it Picture is because quality. you're because only getting streamed. Yeah, yeah. The it's not very good on. I don't even yeah. remember. I don't even know where it is now. Um, well, I don't know what service has it. That's but. another one I've bought a few times. The series I haven't gotten it on the Kaleidoscape yet because every time I've bought it, I was like, "Ugh, it's yeah. not much better than the stream," and I'm like, yeah. "Uh." And in this series here, you'll see when you see it, not this series, this movie, you'll see some tie-ins and where they got their references that you're like, oh, I know where they got that one, the 2004 yeah. character. Um, it's good. Well, a lot and, of the character name, I mean, a lot of those characters were reimagined in the, in the, so in the remake. But yeah, but obviously we know Starbuck and Katie Sackoff, complete, you know, that I well, love but that, Adama, spot. but um, Adama, they all had that. But the the in um two thousand four, the woman in the red dress, right? That comes from here. Oh, she's yeah. in, yeah, but she's not called the woman in the red dress, and you'll see right. it when you see it here. Um, so, but yeah, it's it's I can't recommend it enough to Battlestar Galactica fans because it is dated acting, dated shooting, but the picture and the sound is it's never been better. And it is only two point one, but it's yeah. you know it's good, really good. Yeah, I mean, for, and it's, since it just came just came out today, right? It's only twenty bucks yeah. on Amazon, so it's yeah. already cheap. Yeah, um, I just ran down to Best Buy and grabbed it, and I'm I'm actually a little disappointed. I was just like, oh, whatever, and I'll get that. They had two. <laughs> they had this version and the steel book, and I'm like, I'll just take the regular one. I kind of wish I got the steel book now. <laughs> yeah. It's Travis is, uh, took a similar uh, trajectory as childhood to mind. So it says, uh, Travis says, that, right? uh, we, uh, we also went on that ride. Jaws, the Psycho House, great time. Oh, it was yeah. good. 
yeah. yeah. And I haven't been back to Universal since, but um, but nothing could have stopped those heady days. I mean, I don't know if Travis, if you could remember, they, the A Team was also huge at that time, as was Kit, of course, Knight Rider. So yeah. they had the Kit car, had the A Team van, and around the Universal there were various things from the A Team episodes, uh, and you could sort of go and see them and tick them off this little card. Ah, yeah, memories. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, let's see. All right. Um, that was it for Battlestar Galactica. Uh, what do we got next here? Let's, um, let's do this one here, Steve. Mm. I don't know why I just skipped John, but yes, let's do this well, one. <laughs> my, I only have, I don't have anything else, just the same one you do. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So this is, uh, so this, I mean, at least I'm keeping the Western. Theme yeah, I know. Yeah. I didn't. You know, I didn't honestly. do any this week. <laughs> Slack. So this is. Excuse me. So this is Blazing Saddles on Blu-ray and uh, uh, DTS 5.1 uh, HDMA. Um, yeah. So Western, keeping it going, and I thought, well, why not have a different tone of Western than the absolute masterpiece that is Blazing Saddles? Now, right. assuming you've both seen this many, 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 many times. times. Yeah. Okay. Good. Long Steve. time ago, but yes. Mm. Well, that was so a staple on HBO, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, but I've, yeah, seen, yeah. I've got the Mel Brooks box set. And I've watched yeah. this a few yeah. times. Now, this this is a film that, that is on the like the American Film Institute's top 100 movies to see before you die and, right. and then, you know, top funniest films of all time and all the rest of it. Um, movie's great, still great, still funny, still wildly inappropriate, and you still can't <laughs> help but laugh your head off all the way through because the whilst the, there is a lot of you, – you'd never get this made today – not in a million years. Um, can I? Oh, but can I yeah, take maybe an inappropriate segue off of that? What are it. our kids going to be saying like 20, 30, 40 years from now? And when then, because things are cyclical, right? And like mm. you're not allowed to do so much now, and you can't make this movie today. So 40 no. years from now, are like our kid, like is Greg going to have my son in law and my son have a podcast and be like, oh, this was so good. And then nothing in it was funny. <laughs> they weren't allowed to say anything back then. Remember that? Because it'll come back around. It always does. It's yeah. like, but it's just, it's so weird that we're like, you can't do this anymore, but it's fantastic. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, oh, okay. quite. well, it's, it's, it's fantastic because it's clever in it's stupidity. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so, it's so dumb. It's intelligent. Um, and, the, and also, <laughs> I, and I, and I think what I, think I like I about it, that. <laughs> um, he's so yeah, dumb he the other. back around <laughs> so intelligent he's dumb as me that's kind of what i get called um but yeah i think it, it and, and the target of the of the humor is is reversed quite nicely so the people doing the inappropriate stuff are the idiots and right. the movie makes it clear that they're idiots and so it's okay i think to laugh at the way they do what they do and the things yeah. they say many of which are very difficult and i mean if anyone is watching this or listening to this at any time and hasn't seen it then no. just prepare yourself for it. it's very of its time and the language used particularly racial language pretty inappropriate is, <laughs> yeah very oh, much yeah. So. yeah 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 From and job. you wouldn't want to watch it in polite society <laughs> you know don't get putting it on with the kids um so yeah but it's still very very funny and is still very well done um and so yeah the movie still holds up for me um what i wasn't quite prepared for the well we'll deal with the audio first the audio is is front and center i mean it's in dts 5.1 but you know this is all right almost 
stuck in the center center channel um you know there's not much movement even with the songs and the music it's all pretty closed in although it does widen it out a bit the blazing saddles theme tune is is you know is nicely right across the front of the room so that's good but that's about it in terms of home theater audio um the video though is surprisingly good it was shot in technicolor um, and, and deliberately to evoke the older movies and all that kind of stuff. And it actually translates very well to Blu-ray. Don't let that shot fool you, anyone watching this, because there is a lot of grain in the sky. You'll, you know, you'll see that the, the, the opening kind of shots are soft and grainy because of the optical transitions and the, obviously the, the credits. But once it gets into the movie proper, it actually looks really nice and really detailed, colorful, you know, looks great. And for an old Blu-ray, and it is getting on a bit even as a, as a Blu-ray, um, it's still great. And so if you can pick this up cheap, and if you don't own it, then, then go get it. If you, if you, if you've got it, give it another watch again, as long as you make sure everybody in the room is in on the joke and no one takes it seriously. Cause you could get into some trouble with this. Oh, you, you can't can show this to somebody who didn't know what it was. No. You, can't again? Go down, you can't quote it in public anymore. Oh, no. Most of it. It's, you know, no, I'm not sure you ever so could. could you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but I think it, 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 it is really, really good. But as I said, if you are going to watch it and you haven't seen it, prepare yourself. And, but if you're going to watch it and there are people that are going to see it with you that haven't seen it or maybe don't know what's coming, you better let them know as well. Cause this is a movie in this day and age that could start proper arguments, if not yeah. straight up fist fights. Um, uh, so, but yeah, it, it's very, very good. Yeah, it was written. Yeah, absolutely. That John Thompson says it, the reason it's so good, it was mainly written by Richard Pryor. It was. Yeah. I mean, if you, again, as I, I know I say it a lot, but if you watch it and then look on the IMDb trivia page, um, there are some fantastic behind the scenes nuggets of information about this yeah. and what was done and, and the, the tricks and that that were played. One of the, um, one of the, 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 the main characters, um, felt so bad about using the language towards one of the, 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 the characters of an ethnic minority, mm. um, that he, he apologized to him and he said, look, I'm really sorry. And was struggling to use the language. Um, and the, 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 the person to whom it's addressed, um, said, well, I'll tell you what, you can buy me a drink. If it makes you feel better, buy me a drink for every time you say that word. Um, and then, and, the, and this guy said, Oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel better. And then the, the, the character to whom he says it got hold of the script and inserted about 160 different uses <laughs> of that word into the script as a joke and didn't tell him. That's awesome. <laughs> so he ended oh, up no. buying him all these drinks. Oh, God. That's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. But it, it's, it's great. It's very, very funny and great to keep the Western thing going. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a great time with it. Very, very fun. <laughs> gonna have to sit down and watch that one now <laughs> add it to the list you don't have to buy it though Deej. <laughs> yeah yeah i uh, know yeah, huh uh let's see who's t- oh john's still got all right let's do um let's do this one here this actually just dropped mm. on kaleidoscape the other mm-hmm. day oh hey, wow that you better quick. read that out Deach. when i say it people start phoning in I know. <laughs> Steve, um, why don't you give this one a go? Uh, yeah. Meg to the trench. So, mm-hmm. yep. So we actually, it, it's funny because we were, when we went to see Gran Turismo, they still have the posters up and Jen and I took a picture of us in front of the, the Meg two poster <laughs> and we were going to tweet that out. And then I, I like, while I was waiting for the movie, and I looked down and I'm like, oh, it's available. I was like, you want to watch it? And 
She never got to watch it, but I, I did. Hmm. What do you uh, think? So it's, um, much, it, I like the first one better because I, I felt like, uh, it, it's a better story. But what I do like about this series is, and I found, I mean, a great home theater experience. First off, I mean, the picture, much like the first one, like I said, crystal clear picture, great, vibrant picture. The HDR looks spectacular underwater, especially. And then when they come up and, you know, or when you're in the, the lab area or whatever above water, everything looks fantastic. Um, the, the sound, the audio was really good. Probably maybe, and I, I, I hate saying stuff like this because of people go too far, but maybe it could have had a little bit more tactile feel in the base. It still did have it. I mean, it was nice and you felt some stuff, but I felt like it maybe a little deeper would have been nicer and, um, a little bit more tactile. I mean, uh, and, but, but the picture is great, great pans, lots of, I mean, Steve, you know, some of the scenes, there's a lot of, crushing of holes. There's a lot of stuff going on, debris going around. And it feels like you actually felt like stuff was on the other side of your walls. It went, you know, I mean, it's great, great use of the room, great overheads, all that fun stuff. Um, but the movie itself, it's, I, I feel like it's, it's fun. They've gotten us into a new world instead of going into space where there is no sound. They went underwater where there actually is sound. And so it's fun to go down there. It's fun to explore this. They can make as many of these as they want. They just, you know, they found a new universe. Basically, that's what they've developed here. Um, and, but I, I, but I also feel like it's like they're like, okay, we got, we got to do this. And oh. Steve, do you feel like they had an idea for some effects? So they wrote the story for that. Do you know what I mean? Well, well, bear in mind, of course, these are all based on a series of books. So, so they, and, and the trench is one of those books. So I think yeah. there is some, but, but I think they're playing fast and loose with it. But yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I think it's very clear. They were like, right, you know, you know, we had the Meg. Yeah. Singular. Well, this is the Meg two. So let's have Megs. You know, that's what they should have called yeah. it. Meg two Megs. <laughs> Because now it's like, let's, let's have more Megs and we'll have lots of Megs and well, let's have some other Megs and let's, you know, it, so there's a bit of that. You can see them going, let's just, let's just go crazy and see yeah. what happens. Um, but what's interesting is it's directed by a guy called Ben Wheatley, who's made some very, very hard hitting, um, uh, kind of horror movies that are, that are very off kilter, very strange. And he sort of just stepped into this world. Um, so it was, it was interesting to see kind of what he would do with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you say about a new world, DJ, it's almost a Jurassic world, isn't it? Um, yeah. Well, that's what they did. They, they kind of melded. And I, I thought of that watching this cause it kind of mm. opens with that, but they melded like the Jurassic <laughs> world, um, space, like the aliens franchise, the Jurassic franchise, they put it all together and they gave them a location. They invented a location that would allow this. And I, I think it's. Uh, very creative and, hmm. and fun. I'm, I'm down for part three. As, uh, Travis says in the chat, he's like, we're going to go maybe go like Jaws 3D, you know, Meg 3D. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So that's what Travis say, Meg 3D. Steve, keep your comments to yourself. 
<laughs> Look at this. We've got some great ones here. Paul Hurt's got flying Megs next. We're going to go Piranha 2. Yeah. We'll go with that flying, flying ones. Um, we've got Travis come back with running of the Megs. Running of the Megs. Yeah. I know. It's Megs yeah. to the future. I yeah. think this is going to be going, oh. you know, it's going to be, we'll be, we'll be here forever. Oh. <laughs> it's, um, but I, yeah, it, it's fun. It is fun. It's very leaves your brain <laughs> at the door, isn't it? Very much so. Um, but there was some fun afterwards when I, after I, not seen as it much cinema. as I thought it would be though, to be fair, oh, Steve, because okay. like when this first came out, I was like, Oh boy, but I, I do like what they've done. It's no more mm. leave your brain at the door than like I said, aliens or anything like that. Right. Cause mm. what's, what are these alien sci-fi movies based on? They're based on a location. We don't know if it ever existed or if it exists with creatures that we don't know if they exist, ever existed. We're just making it up. They did the same thing, but because we haven't left the planet, people are like, well, that can't happen. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I think but the I, other one yeah. can. <laughs> but the, well, there is some fun to be had, and we did after we left the theater on this. I saw it with two other people, and we were we had some fun, you know, poking holes in the plot that you could drive a, a Meg through, um, <laughs> and and so that was fun. There was some fun to be had there, but I but I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I mean, I'll pick this up day one. Yeah, and and I great and when you theater, said earlier. Yeah. There's a, you know, the fish is back. I thought, uh, I know what he's seen. Yeah, um, the big and fish, so, yeah. so yeah, so it, it, it yeah, it, it's, it's, it, I'm sure it's going to be a great disc and it's, it's always good. This is what I love about Kaleidoscape Deej. You get them early, you whet our appetite, quite literally in this case, um, <laughs> with, with how good it is. And then we can all start sort of, you know, jonesing Salivating, for the 4K disc. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I know. No, and then very, I get to good. relive it because you'll get the discs and I'll be like, Oh yeah, I want to watch that again. It's kind of fun, you know? Um, so, but yeah, Dawn of, Dawn of the Megs. Travis has got Dawn of the Megs. Travis so, has got the That's even funny for DJ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John knows we got to go back to that. Dawn yeah. of the Megs. When Greg and Meg hear this, uh, I got, I got to pull this thing down here and we'll go right. Just leave that up. Dawn of the Megs. So Meg, my daughter is a spitting image of my sister, Danny, but personality wise, she's a spitting image of my sister, Dawn, who did nothing except for irritate the crap out of me growing up. Her sole goal was to irritate me. And it was like, like we used to get the remote control. It'd be like, okay, today's your day to have the remote. Okay. So that's how my pet, we have four kids and you'd go around every day. You'd rotate who could watch what on Sunday mornings. Don would put church on just to irritate the other three kids. And then when she put something on that was good, she'd be like, now say thank you to the good show. And we're all just like, what the hell? So Meg growing up hears all these stories and Meg does it. <laughs> Meg loves to do that stuff. So Dawn of the Megs is like my nightmare. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I do like the Walking Meg. That's quite uh, a good one. The Walking Meg. The walking That's a Meg. good one. Oh, Jordan's got Megs. Megs versus Megan. There you go. <laughs> nice. That's, that that's, that's evil makes rise. Jordan just evil. that's low hanging fruit. Evil. <laughs> Did somebody that's make you watch that one? The evil Meg rise. Yeah, or the Meg Mission element. Meg reckoning. <laughs> oh. Where's that? Oh, did somebody say that? Evil Meg's Rise? No, I did. Jo no. Oh, I didn't it. know if it was yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you read it. I can all. be creative, DJ. I yeah, know man. you can. I was in I'm class. I'm telling you now, I don't care if they're doing that. I'm making that film. 
<laughs> evil oh, makes rice. Yeah. That's great. Evil makes rice. There is one line in this that is kind of like, I know we already said leave your brain at the door, but they're like, and, and there are multiple Megs, like you said, Steve. They're like, mm. oh my God, that's the biggest one, I think. Why would you ever say that at this point? <laughs> there is a, they just there keep is, running into bigger and bigger ones. Like, no, that's the biggest one. <laughs> it's like there, there is a line in it which I thought was funny, which is not much of a spoiler. I think it's just where I won't. In fact, I won't say what the line is, but where clearly the scriptwriter Megs and Furious, clear, clearly the scriptwriters have decided that we've now gone too far. We've jumped the shark, as it were, <laughs> and we've gone too far. And now we've got to just we've got to acknowledge this. And they almost they do a basil exposition thing where they almost look at the audience and go, now, no. this is possible if we do that. And it, you, I, you you may remember it, Deej, but they do it so clearly. It's a proper yeah. kind of, you know, we know we've gone too far here line. <laughs> oh, they got to get in three. They got to get Henry Winkler. Yeah, you have to literally <laughs> jump, jump the, the shark. shark yeah. <laughs> Henry Winkler water skiing in a leather jacket. And then Gotta that'll be, be like, that would be leaning into it. It'd be like, all right, Meg's three. And like the trailer is him waving. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Oh, oh man. All right. Yeah. yeah. We, Look we forward to that one coming that. to your, your disc player. Uh, let's see. Uh, what do you have left, Steve? Um, I've got the last of us and then that's my lot. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll quickly um, do that. I won't take long. Yeah, because I do, th- do want to hear about Green Room. <laughs> okay. Uh, let, yeah, I, I forgot to grab the image for Last of Us. Let me see if I still have it. So, yep, I can, do, go. I can I got it. do it. Yeah, you got it. Uh, boom. I am on the move here. See, things. Okay. There we on go. On the fly. Okay, so super quick because, you know, we have talked about it. I just want to update the, the listeners who I'm sure are concerned about this stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so now I've done episodes two to four of The Last of Us 4K Blu-ray, um, and it's still great. Um, but we know that because we've already seen it, um, but I haven't seen it in 4K and in Dolby Atmos. Um, still great, still very good. Episode three, still incredibly moving and beautifully told. Um, fantastic episode. Um, and, uh, the last episode where we finally get some gunshots. So episode four, proper gunfights, um, is really, really nice and really enjoyable and some beautiful outdoor shots. So the, these discs are great. Um, and again, those who've already got it already know it's great. Um, and I agree. And, uh, so yeah, absolutely fantastic. This is a new level of 4K TV series for me. Um, I think this is better looking than House of the Dragon. Um, because it's just, it has some, some exterior shots, some daylight shots that look, did it, did it, again, it's a cliche, like looking through a window. It's beautiful mm. at times, staggeringly good at times. Um, and so these, they, they must be shooting these at, at 8K and beyond or, you know, six to 8K because it just looks fantastic. And, and I loved House of the Dragon, as you know, but this mm. looks even better, I would say, wow. um, as a demo. It's, very, very good indeed. And again, I only watched it on a 46-inch TV when I first watched it on a crappy streaming service. This is like seeing it for the first time. It's great. So there we go. Nice. Super quick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And <laughs> if I remember right, weren't you like not really a big fan of it when it first started? No, no, no. I thought no, when no, the no, three like of us were I, talking about it. No, I, I just couldn't review the, the the audio and the video because I knew I was watching mm. it on a crappy streamer. No, Deej, I've completed the game three times. I've played yeah. you know, in the second I, one and I, yeah. you know, I know them well. So no, right. I, I I really liked it. I just where we cool. had our slight discussion is kind of 
the, with them walking the line of the games and oh, going into new territory. Yeah. That's where we were sort of discussing right. what they were going to do yep. with it. But no, 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 yep. I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. But I'm loving cool. this. This is yeah. even better. So, oh, just cool. one more. Just one more, Deej. There we go. Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Jordan. Oh. Very nice. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, Travis is saying, according to okay. IMDb, Last of Us was filmed at 3.4K with a 4K master. Wow. Wow. So, so an upscale. Yeah. yeah. I so, think I mean, a lot of, a lot of what we appreciate about 4K isn't the K, it's the HDR. It's the, it's the gradation that we're getting, yeah. the brights mm-hmm. and the darks and the, I mean, that's what's really popping to but us. There are because, some razor sharp details in this, yeah. you know, some, in, in mid to far to long shots as well. You know, this, yeah. it really does make you look 3D, but no, it's, yeah. it's awesome. Very, very cool. Nice. Tell, right. me, um, tell me about Green Room, Deej. Tell oh, me about Green Room. Oh, so what do you want to do next? You want to do, room, uh, room, let's room. say Green Room? Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. I'll have to wait a week please to find out what you thought you. about it. <laughs> I don't spoil um, it too much because I haven't seen it yet. No, no. Oh, but this is one of those ones spoil. that I've been trying to not text Deej all week going, just tell me what you think. Just give me an idea, just so I know. And even uh, earlier today, we were texting. Why I'm didn't like, oh, you? I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him. I would have told you. You could have just called me. To, yeah, no, I know, but I'm trying I'd to find to out. I'd love to talk spoilers with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, so let's see. Let's let's go through it first. Uh, audio is um, Atmos. We got Atmos mm-hmm. there, so you can see that's what the audio there. Um, uh, 4K HDR on Kaleidoscape, and I'll be honest with you, Steve. It's like I about halfway through this, I realized you said it had like grain, and you weren't crazy mm-hmm. about the picture. This is beautiful. It is oh, the picture, okay. crisp, mm-hmm. clean, uh, matrix-like tint to it. You know what I mean? It, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, just yeah. look at the image, the thumbnail there on Kaleidoscape on the, on the, on the screen. And it's like, it, you had that feel throughout the movie. Like, uh, mm. like you had that gr- a little bit of a green tint there. Um, just really, really good home theater experience. Uh, this is from what, 2014? I think it was. Uh, right? 2016 or 17. Oh, is it's, it? It's, okay. Yeah, I, I think it's 17 because it was Anton Yelchin's last movie. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure that's when it was. I'll double check. He, he is great. Mm. Um, there is, uh, like I said, the audio, uh, really good. Very, very good. Great home theater experience. Uh, there's some. 2015. Sorry. They utilize the audio really, really well. Uh, there's a lot of this. It's got gore. Like, yeah, I think you said that last week. It is gory. And they set you up so well for it, too. They set you up and, and you, they did. I was telling Jen about a few of the scenes and it's a shell game, John. You're, you're going to be like, Oh, this is going to be gross. And you just like have a ball with it. Um, it's so yeah. Now mine's fun. only the Blu-ray, unfortunately, so I'm not going to get. The mm, but it's still decent. Yeah, that's what I watch. Yeah, I mean, it's still, right. but it's still good. Yeah, that's the horror aspect or the the, right. the thriller part of it. You're not going to miss. It's like I mean, it is. It's that good. Um, and again, at like 14 minutes, you got testing one, two, and you know, it's it sounds awesome. Just like filled the room, sounded really, really good. Uh, 3420 lights out, uh, great example of HDR. Like they, uh, that lights go out. I mean, you, I mean, the screen goes black 
black, black. But then there's one light coming into the room and you'll, you'll, you'll know it when you get there, John, but it's like, I know you're not getting the HDR, but it's, it's gotta still look, Steve, you know the scene I'm talking about. That still played well, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's, I don't want to say what it is because it's kind of spoily. Um, but the audio was really good. The, the, on that scene, the, the, the voices, did you get that? And you had mm-hmm. it in five one, right? So you yeah, can still up, get up the good imaging. So you still, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it, yeah, the voices, depending on where the character was, and you're in like a dark mm-hmm. room, you're in blacked out room and you hear the characters talking around you. Really, really cool. Uh, 45 minutes audio really accentuate, accentuates, sorry, the break in the action. Great setup. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but, um, <laughs> side note, uh, the jujitsu move performed there cannot be executed like that. Getting back to, uh, uh, what we were talking about, Aikido, there's this, they're like, there's a character in this, and it's like in the opening, they call him jujitsu. They literally say it in like one of the opening lines. Hey, jujitsu, cut it out. And then he does some moves in this that, and he's executing them really well. And they, they look accurate. It looks like he could literally do that. There's a funny line in there in the early part of it, right, Steve? Mm. <laughs> it's like, what do I do? Um, but then later he gets a move on somebody and it's not even close. I'm like, how are they doing that? It's <laughs> not even close, not even close. Uh, and they were, it would, the only reason I made note of it, it's because they were so accurate on everything up until then for yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Um, 48 minutes, duct work, uh, banging on some ducting overhead, and the overheads grabbed that nicely. Uh, 55 minutes, microphone ringing in the feedback. It's mm. awesome. Uh, the it, Listen as it fades in and out, and it, like it fades away, but then comes back. Great use of the room. And it like it was so accurate. It was that irritating. You know, like when you hear that in real life, sometimes I think maybe in the movies they tone it down a little just so, ah, you know what feedback is. They didn't do that here. They gave you like the full frequency range and you're like, oh my God, that is bad. So really, really good. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I would say there's jump scares, John, but they're not jump scares. There's jump gore and you're just like all of us and you, boom, it's. But it's a great story too, Patrick. Mm. Patrick Stewart, yeah, he's in this. Yeah. yeah, he is insane. <laughs> what, what, yeah, what, he's awesome. I thought he was awesome. I, I mean, mm. can you imagine getting that script and him being like, "Oh yeah, this, this <laughs> yeah. is going to be some fun." Um, he is an awful, awful person. Um, and I think what's awful about it is it's like he's just business as usual. <laughs> yeah, he's very controlled in this, you know, very dark. But then again, it's what I said to you, you know, last when he read yeah. the script, he he famously locked all his doors, set his alarm, and went and sat and had a, you know a big scotch, just because he, <laughs> he and then said, right, that's the part I'm playing, you know, I'm doing that. But talk about yeah. you know, um, anti-casting. Yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. I mean, just not the sort of person he is in real life, not at all, and not how he's God, always been. Everything else, well, quite. But he, but did you get? Did you find each that some of the dialogue was a little kind of? It's so, it, it's very Nolan esque. It's kind of done in such a real way that, that occasionally you miss stuff, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. uh, what? And you kind of almost need to go back and do it. And it's supposed to be hard but, to capture and hard to get yeah. first time round. Did you yeah. find that? Yes, and um. 
I felt like, and like Nolan, I felt like it's not, I don't want to say it's not important, but that's not, I mean, you can get, you're getting the story. It's not like if you miss it, like you said, if you watch it a second time, you're going to pick up, oh, I didn't even realize that. But there's some stuff in there. It, it You're just so taken aback by the situation. You're t- taken aback by the the lead characters. Um, they do a great job of portraying the what would be, you know, the starving artist lifestyle. Um, and working you right into this world, It I, I thought it was a very well-told um thriller, horror thriller that um, a little bit faster paced than say Bone Tomahawk, but probably almost as gory. Almost. Not as, but very, very good. Very surprising. I'm, I'm surprised I hadn't even heard of this before. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a home theater, I, I, I definitely, I mean, home theater experience I thought was fantastic. So, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, that hopefully like uh, Van Gool says, uh, 4K streaming right now, he's saying, um, but hopefully we get a 4K disc someday because it does exist because it's 4K and Atmos on Kaleidoscape. So the studio has it in 4K. Some, you know, they just haven't put the disc out for some reason. Right. So, um, but yeah, Stuart is amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that, and that's what it's got to be fun playing characters like that out so outside your personality. That's just acting, right? Yeah, well, they, the actors often say, don't they, that it's more fun playing the villain than the hero because you yeah. get to, you know, you, you got something to chew on quite literally in that film. Um, and it, and so he, yeah, he, he's very, very good in it and certainly playing something you've never seen him play before. I mean, it's the very definition of against type. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, all right. Uh, are we ready to get to the last one, John? I think sure. just like you don't have any more, right, Steve? No, no, I'm done? done. Done and done. All right. All righty, here we go. I, I I mean, here's my wife and I went and saw Gran Turismo. Uh, so we have that. John has since seen it as well. Uh, do you guys want to open with my tweet that I, or my text that I sent you guys? Sure. <laughs> that I'm like, yeah, go ahead. I'm like, you could tell them what I texted you after I saw it. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, you, I don't you have can it say pulled it. up. Do you have it pulled up? Oh. I don't have it pulled up. No. Wow, um, no, just the gist of it is I have my, well, I'll, I'll tell you what I told the guys. Uh, what I said, te- my wife yeah, has never seen me that emotional in a movie. Mm. Probably because she wasn't looking at me during the, uh, what was the, um, I just talked about a, the sled dog movie. That was pretty emotional too. Um, <laughs> uh, with, but, uh, but yes, this thing was, uh, but what did you think, John? About what your comment or the movie in general? The movie in general. I think I liked it better when it was called The Last Starfighter. Um. <laughs> oh my God, John, that is an awesome open. That is, it's an amazing open. Um, because um, that, that is the thing about this. It is so clear. And I said that to you guys, didn't I? Right. That it's so cliche that if it wasn't a true story, you'd be like, this is BS. But it's a true story. Yeah. Well, true-ish story, right? Like Steve mm. said. But all jokes aside, like I, I enjoyed the, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun, but it is every single underdog sports movie that you have ever seen. Like <laughs> right. it, it is, it, it is beat for beat. So cliche and predictable that, um, well, 
isn't like, it? Talk. But, it's but again, it, it was it's, fun, right? Kind of yeah. like what I said about Blue Beetle. Like you just you can't make these movies. Like, how do you do this super fresh? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to spoil it for people that haven't seen it, but there's at least three occasions in this movie where he has to overcome his obstacle or he can't continue forward in the movie. And you right. know that the movie has another hour, hour and a half to go. So he's going to pass that hurdle and then he's going to pass the next hurdle. And, the, you know, it's like you just know. So the tension isn't there like yeah but you, you know, also know that it's a true story and he's still I, racing I get it but so is like uh, you know remember <laughs> the titans or some of these you know what i mean like all of these right. movies they're just all the same but it's entertaining it's fun it's gonna be it's gonna rip in your home theater when you get this hmm. like it is gonna be a spectacle to behold might be disc of the year when it comes out if it's done well enough you know the mix um, of movie storytelling and actually video game part i thought yeah, was awesome super good, it's like right. it's like everything you're saying john is a hundred percent correct but what i think is that if it wasn't a true story we would be like what the heck they're just right. i mean it is every tom cruise practically uh, it's the blockbuster formula for tom cruise right Dead on. Days of Thunder or. It is Days of Thunder. Top Gun. All of them. It's, I, I mean, even to the, I mean, everything about it, but it, the fact that it's a true story and you're like, well, it's loosely based, but he did have to do all these things. Right. Right. And he had obstacles and he had these. So anybody did. I've had, we've all had obstacles growing up. Just not as exciting. You don't make a movie about it, but it's, and it's that part of like, you know, they did. And I loved, uh, Orlando Bloom's character. I heard a couple people talk about it. Like he's kind of like a, you know, like a snake. His character is kind of like cheesy. I didn't and I'm like, find him that way. At no, all. I didn't either. I thought he was just, he, he's the creative mind behind it. Without him, none of this happens. It was his well, idea. Right. No, and he goes, yeah. And you know, he goes into that meeting and pitches this crazy idea that he, fully expects to be turned out like he Shot walks down, out yeah. Of, yeah he never expects this thing to happen right yeah. and so i don't think there was anything underhanded about it because he didn't gain he gained nothing really by this happening no. you know i mean yeah i'm sure he was looked at favorably from nissan but yeah. um but yeah there was no ulterior motive and no like i don't know smarminess or whatever you want to call about yeah. that character at all i don't think um, no, he had, I mean, he has his like questionable moments where he's literally questioning things and that, right. that's his job. Right. Right. But David Harbour was awesome. Yeah. Really awesome. Good. I, I don't want to <laughs> ruin it for people, but I'd love to, I mean, we could chat later, but he, he has one, that one scene and you're just like, Oh my God, that's not how they expected him to handle it. Right. <laughs> and it's <laughs> awesome, but it's, but it's that, um, the, 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 I can't even say the na- his name is. We know him. He was Shazam. He was the wizard in Shazam. I can't. Oh, Dijon Hansu, Jimon Hansu, or yeah, yeah. He he plays the father, and he is awesome. And that seat, that father son scene, I was. That's where I I was just like, oh my god. I'm like, well, that's I, where I, 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 yeah, I know. I know, I know what scene it was, but. I also saw that coming from a mile away. So oh, me too. Just didn't, yeah. It didn't <laughs> yeah. hit me like 
yeah. like it did you. But, I was so invested, um, though. I, I yeah. saw it all coming. I know the story. I knew right. it. I'm like, it's you know the whole thing, but I was so invested, and I cannot wait. And again, I saw this at the – and I think John – John had said in on Twitter um, that he when he saw it the image wasn't I think that's the one we were talking about yeah it is John John and he was like okay so he said it wasn't very good the picture quality and mm-hmm. then a bunch of people were like oh no we thought it was really good so he's wondering maybe he had a bad transfer or bad bad theater experience or something, but I thought it was spectacular. I mean, I didn't see this in the good theater. You know, I saw this at the cheap theater next to my store. Um, so I didn't get, um, you know, the Cinemark XD experience yeah. with it, but I mean, I thought it looked, well, that looked fine. Like I said, I think I fully expect this to be a great experience yeah. at home, but I saw this because of you. Like I had no intentions of seeing this movie. I, I really didn't. Oh, thank you. I, I would have yeah. watched it when it came came to disc or or when it came home but your comments about it uh, i was like ah let's go you know sunday was yeah. like four dollar movie day it's like uh let's go have breakfast and let's did lydia like over. it yeah she liked like you said we both both had a good time like we really yeah. had a good time with it but you know like i said it's just every beat that came along you just knew what was going to happen like there was no real surprise to any yeah. of it you know but it. I, I said the same thing about Blue Beetle. Like, you know, yeah. all of these movies like this, they just all seem like they write themselves. <laughs> you know, I yeah. don't know what I like. I don't know what it could have done to make me not feel that way. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, because I, these know. events happened. Right. <laughs> like, well, and do? again, <laughs> anything they could have done to subvert subvert that would have just altered right. the course of the movie. You know, those things had to happen. I get right. it, but yeah. it's just like, okay, well, here he goes. Well, this is a last chance. No spoilers, but so right. obviously he's got to go forward. So let's, <laughs> let's go forward. And yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Know, so, and it, but here's the other thing though. There were parts where they did kind of like, it, I guess to your point, it's like, it, it's, I don't want to ruin it for people, but there are parts where there's tension. If you like, I know the story. I know where he is today, but I didn't know every detail. So maybe something else could have happened in the, within the story, but you knew the end game, right? Um, so I thought they did a decent job with that. Uh, obviously spoiler free. I don't want to keep going and ruin it for anybody, but, um, but it is. It's a, and I thought it was a very creative way to make a video game movie, tell a true story, mix the two together. And I really think a lot of people, it's getting underplayed, like Steve said, and when we were talking earlier this week, it's like everybody just thinks it's just a video game movie. Well, it's not a video game movie at all, really. No. <laughs> it's a movie framed around <laughs> um, a right. video game. But this isn't like you're watching um, Super Mario Brothers or something. Or Need you know? for Speed. Right. Need for it, Speed is the video, a movie they made right. a, from the video game, which has nothing to do with the video game. It's just a story. It's just the right? delivery mechanism that puts him in, you know, into this right. movie. And I thought he, you know, I can't, I don't know the name of the the kid that. Uh, the main guy, but I liked, I liked him in C. I think he's a good actor. Yeah. I like him quite a bit. Um, he was in something else recently that I saw. I don't remember what, but, um, yeah, I liked him. I thought all the performances were great. Like I said, I'm not trying to crap on it at all. I really enjoyed it, but it, it is just, it's, 
it's, it's hard super, to live up to my super formulaic. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the thing. You you set the bar a little high for me. I, I can't like, help it. I, I was like, it was okay, awesome. it's yeah. good, it's good, but it's not after bad. after you'd um, you had been so effusive in your praise, Deej, yeah. I tried to tried to see it. I tried to find it, but but it's because it came out here a week a before the US, yeah. yeah, and it seems to have been and gone, and you can only see it at kind of ten o'clock at night or. You know, one yeah. showing it at awkward time on, on other days. So I haven't been able to see it and I will now have to wait for disc because it's just, yeah, it's just kind of been and gone here. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, John, John just says there, John Thompson again is saying the issue is in London. It's not in good screens. Again, similar to what I found locally. <laughs> so I saw it in a cinema built in the toilets of the Odeon Leicester Square. Um, oh, so yeah. You know, yeah, it, 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 it has, for whatever reason, it has been and gone here, a bit like a quick car. Um, yeah. Because it just, for whatever, and it hasn't had the same impact, I don't think, over here as it has worldwide, for whatever reason, again. Um, but I'm Is it doing well? Point. I well, haven't just heard saying, I don't think lot. it's really, it's not really lighting anything on fire here either. Yeah. 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 I well, mean, it's it, it podcast it is. I mean, it barely <laughs> edged out Barbie for the number one movie this weekend. Mm. And I mean, Barbie's oh, on okay. its like 10th week, you know, and it still, yeah. it still almost didn't beat Barbie numbers. So it's not yeah. doing great. But it, like I said, it is fun. Um, mm. It is a good. Movie. I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing it. I mean, I'll, I'll pick up the 4K again. This would have been one without without you, you both of yours now recommendation. I would have been like, well, do I really want to own it? Do I want to stream it first? Do I want to see? But actually, now it's a oh, okay. No, I'll buy this day one. I mean, oh, bear I in mind again, it. we know it's a Sony disc, yeah. so oh, it looks and sound fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like I said, and it's gonna it's gonna like the soundtrack on mm. this is gonna it's gonna shake your room. Well, sure. it would have, and it would have been yeah. shot yeah. into the nth degree. Um, right. and so, yeah, I'm sure that the Sony off. will knock this out of the park. And, it, and this could be disc of the year. I mean, it, where yeah. are we now? We're in August. Should be out for Christmas, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be out so, sooner than that if it's not doing well in the theater. We'll have right. opportunity. Digital will be soon. Could be October, November. Could be October. Yeah. It should be great. Um, yeah. That'll be okay. Because I yeah. think. And I, I think it will be before Christmas because I think as much as I love this movie, I think they're going to have some bigger movies coming at the, at Christmas time, whether it's, you know, older releases or whatever. Well, but and the thing is, a lot, some of these movies might shuffle. get some extra life because movies are getting pushed. Like yeah, I yeah. saw the, I saw the trailer for Dune 2 before Gran Turismo. And then came home and, and read that it had been pushed into late March. next year or middle of next year. Oh, yeah, no. March so, next year. Yeah. March 24th. Dune? Yeah. yeah March 24th. And so a lot of movies ah. are going to probably get second. Like, I think they're re-releasing Barbie for IMAX, I just heard somewhere. Probably, yeah. Uh, because, you know, they're pushing because they can't promote, you know, the actors can't go Anything out and press for these right. movies. You know, and something big like Dune – you know, they want that to be a billion dollar movie. You know, it's not right. like, um, you know, I mean, to they have to fair, make though, money on that. Well, I don't know. Do if you it, really I don't think need it was a lot of be, press for that because everybody that saw one is dying for two. Probably. <laughs> like, yeah. Being a part two, you're yeah. already in it or you don't care. But, um, but, I, I but that's not the only movie that's going to get pushed. Like they're yeah. all going it's, to It's a two moving. thing though, isn't it? They, not only do they, do they, they, they not only do they want press for it, but they need to have something in the next financial year right. because of the, because the strike that's course, the problem yeah, with the strike point. is that's now removing their, their, their fiscal quarter results for next year. Right. So if you move that to March, you trip over into April. So the new yeah. financial year, and then you've yeah. then got then. So a billion I'm dollars not sure we'll get, out on your balance sheet. 
I'm not sure we'll get too many more blockbuster releases the, for the rest of this year. No, I we think might the next see a lot Aquaman, of re-releases. Aquaman, Aquaman two, and then maybe December. I mean, they, they're anxious to get rid of it, Hopefully. aren't they? So they can then start the new ones. Yeah, that's true. So too. I suspect that'll still and uh, that'll still hold. And of course, if there's nothing else coming, you make your money that way. Really? Um, especially if it's as bad as everyone says it is. Um, so you know, you might want to think. Well, look, there's no one else that'll have to come and I see. Mean, I mean, I, I honestly think that's why Disney's given us. Steelbook releases of their Disney Plus shows. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm. they need money. Need revenue. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. well, that, Ooh. yeah, but I, I, what's that? Sorry, John just said this, this is, yeah, this is what I am looking forward to. I must admit. I am as well. See yeah. the trailers to this? Yeah, this looks great. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but it does, it does seem like there, there were someone, I mean, John Thompson and I were talking about this via text the other day. I wonder whether there is a, um, at some point, they're going to be like, "Look, we're going to need some content for next year. Yeah, we're right. going to need something because we've got to we've got to keep paying our inve- our investors and shareholders." So yeah. you know, sooner or later, and June seems to be one of those for sure, um, where it's like, "Look, let's just push it back, and we and at least we've got a guaranteed hit next year, even if everything else kind of you know disappears." Right. Um, but yeah, but we'll see, we'll see. Hmm. But yeah. I'm looking forward to that Gran Turismo now, guys. You have you've sold the 4K disc on that. Yeah, I, probably I think have, it's on it rushed out otherwise. And and like we were saying, the Sony being a Sony disc, it's yeah, gonna be great. It's like who's yeah. somebody on Twitter? I apologize, I forget who it was. Was like he's like, oh, I'm glad to see it's a Sony disc. It's gonna be a Sony disc. I'm like, but the you know, Gran Turismo, the Sony PlayStation only yeah. game. Yeah. The guy <laughs> on the poster is giveaway. holding. Yeah, it's holding a PlayStation Five controller. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but it's, that, yeah, a lot of good information, video game stuff in there too. And I don't, did you play Gran Turismo, John? No. No? No. Oh. I, no, I never did. Joe was funny. He hasn't seen it yet. And he's like, you taught me how to drive on that, didn't you, dad? Because <laughs> I, I had every, I had the stick. I had, you know, the, it, with the clutch, I had the force feedback, everything. Oh, wow. Love that game. Loved that game, especially when I set my theater up here because I had it before I moved here and had my own, had a dedicated room with a giant screen. And I would, be, I'd set it up on like what you, you know, your TV tray and be like, oh my God. <laughs> Halfway through the movie and the driving scenes, I leaned over to my wife. I go, do you want me to have Joe come and pick you up? Cause this is going to be a fun <laughs> ride home. <laughs> so if you like, get chance no, to, don't uh, you dare. if you get chance to play the new, the latest Grand Turismo on the PS5 with PSVR2, where when you turn your head, it, you can look sideways and look straight ahead. Yeah. And it's like being in the cars. It's fantastic. Um, so I, yeah, that is very cool. If you get a chance to try that out, do it. Yeah. It's, that's it's what good. I've always, I, that's what I've always wanted. I always took that view too. Like you were in mm. the car and you saw the, that, that was your windscreen and you were yeah. just like, uh, well, I this has got head tracking. View. So you can, you can look around yeah. you. You can look down and see your legs. You can see your hands. You can uh. look around the car and you, you know, it's, it's like you're there. <laughs> very awesome. cool. So fun. Yeah, that's, and it, 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 I mean, it's, it was when it came out, that's, and they say it in the movie, it was, it's not a game, it's a simulator. So, <laughs> and that's what we all said about it too. So really good. So, all right. Uh, is that it for this week? A uh, mm-hmm. couple of, um, oh, I did, uh, <clears throat> let me get the, throw this up there. Uh, went and saw Springsteen this weekend with the family. Oh, cool. Had a blast. Had a really good time at that. So that was a lot of fun. Um, he's old. 
that's like the thirty seventh <laughs> time you've seen him. More, way more than that. Mikey and I were yeah. talking. We're like, I don't know. Um, yeah. So doing some work around the property on the tractor, having fun with that. And uh, but uh, yeah, looking forward to next week. We got a big one, Steve. Next week, mm-hmm. we're reviewing. We're gonna be doing. Are we gonna not, trail it? Shall we tell? Yeah. We say? Why not? Why not? Um, I don't have so any yeah. images, but. We're, yeah. we're doing the firm, yeah. No, that's not the one you made. Yeah. Um, oh no, so, but I, I, yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we are gonna do that one as well. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Great. So the firm. Um, but yes, we are also going to do. And John, and you realize, these John potentially will have his first opportunity to chime in on this because this that was when it came out was the week John was unavailable. So this oh. is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Density is uh, is gonna be is gonna be uh, reviewed next week. Uh, I yeah. have seen the digital stream of it. Um, I am looking forward to talking about that. I, oh, yes. So yeah, roll on I, next week. I started, I'm about 20 minutes in and on the Kaleidoscape and uh, it's, I, yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, me too. Okay, especially great. that opening scene. It's, yeah, it's so good. So yeah, good. So I can't wait to talk about that next week and, uh, you others, of course. So, but that's it for this week. Um, that's it, guys. That was easy, and we still went over. Look at yeah, that. We're still late. <laughs> yeah. We're still late. Well, we Ooh, started late. Check in. We, yeah. yeah. So if we check in then, so uh, we're at 43%, but we have two hours and 17 minutes left on the Oh, nice. oh so. there you go. We did it. We All did right. it. All right. Nice. You made it. Thank you, everybody in the chat. Appreciate I'm, I'm not going to do the romper room and go through the names again, but thank you to everybody because we had a great time having conversations, helping us out with the show. That's awesome. Because uh, we don't know. The, what are we talking about here? People are telling us. Okay, thank you. Um, that's the other fun part about this is we can communicate. We can talk more with the chat. So, um, but yeah, that's it. All experiences, all the time. Right, John. Right. Hey. That's what it's all about. That's right. <laughs> all right. You know what to do. Go push play. <laughs> what he said. This has been a Hey Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions. You know what to do? Oh, don't why No, you don't. Hang on a second. I got to get <laughs> to the right part of the board. You know what? Right, it's, see, I can't even do the whole show right. I got the open right. I screwed up the ending, but you know. <laughs> eh, no, let's try that again. I could just say it. Yeah. <laughs> what point. is that? <laughs> Go push play. <laughs> there you go. And no, why don't you say what he said? Because my board's all screwed up here. Yeah, wh- what he said. That was wow! What an ending. <laughs> mm. Smooth.